what I w- was thinking about Tachanka, if we're gonna if we're gonna just call him Tachanka. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate you using the word Tachanka. <laughs> now it's a now it's a that, thing. That's now that's pretty thing. close to Tachaka, uh, the yeah. granddaddy. And we are live with another episode of the Keeg Talks. This time to Keeg's Talking Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. And I got a lovely, lovely assortment of guests to talk about the new Black Panther movie today. Uh, Let's go. We'll go clockwise, I guess. Uh, First, newcomer on the Keeg. But she does amazing uh, uh, TikToks and Instagram stuff with her uh with the barbies and the toxic uh male character christine what's what's the toxic male character's name his name is Devonte. his Devante. name is Devante. <laughs> <That's> uh, Devante. <laughs> we 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 got sunel j everyone <laughs> hello thank you for having me yeah of course um Devante, uh the the time <laughs> and effort the time and effort you put into uh you know Get put, you know, getting into Devante and how he uh, how he's thinking. Where do you where do you come up with those things? Uh, literally, the toxic fans. <laughs> I don't make any of it up. Like, yeah. I'm literally just regurgitating what I hear that gets on my nerves. That I can't even have like an intelligent conversation with these people. So I just do the satire because apparently to y'all it makes sense. So that's not you guys, but yeah. you know, to them. Yeah. Then, <laughs> so that's what I do. Like literally, what I'm hearing, and I just like the funniest thing. Sometimes, like I will ad lib a little bit. Obviously, like put my personality into him. Um, but it's just what people are saying. It's, it's it's really what it it's is. It's funny when people watch it and they're like, "This is, this isn't real, right? Like this is satire." And it's like, <laughs> it's both real and satire. Yeah, it's sad but true. Yeah, like yeah, the people who don't know that I'm not a guy are the best, which is hilarious. <laughs> they're like, like people who go in to argue against me, and then I go back and argue with Devonte. <laughs> yeah, I I, I know. I've done that once. I've done I've done a video like that once and people got yeah. really like upset until they realized it was satire. Uh it was Trent my Trent Macintosh character. I got to bring him back sometime. But thank you uh Christine okay. yeah. for, for for coming on. Uh if we're going clockwise then that guy with the purple lighting looking like he's on the set of Insecure. <laughs> we got we got Justin, aka Freddie's roommate. Justin, how you doing? Wakanda forever. Um, hi, my name is Justin. Um, yeah, I I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, you can follow me everywhere. I don't, what are we supposed to say? No, you don't have to Dimitri, plug right now. What's but our I mean, spiel? No, I'm, just, I'm just asking you how you doing. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. That's good. Uh, is that a hint to the the post credit scene where the Fantastic Four drop in? <laughs> you know what? I walked yeah. out of the theater before that point. You know, did you actually? As soon as they brought back Tony Stark using the heart shaped herb, I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm done. I quit. Yeah. I quit. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, we got BT artist ninety eight himself, Ben Torres. Hey, hello, hello. I'm afraid. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. I'm afraid. Why? <laughs> I, I, I like the like. If anyone's the wild card here, 
It's <laughs> that is actually very true. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to expect. I'll, I'll. I'll own that one. I'll own that one. That's me for sure. Hold on. Well, uh, I'm just. I'm just happy to have uh, three of you here to talk about this movie. Um, yes. As we, you know, talk about this movie, it, it's hard to take this movie just as a on its own. Uh, were you guys big fans of the first Black Panther? Easily, easily, top five, top five MCU movie. And still to this day, still to this day, I I have my letterbox ranking up. It's five stars. Like <laughs> I, I have in my letterbox ranking, I put a little disclaimer. I'm like, if it has the same star count, the rating doesn't really matter. That's just why I put it. Yeah. But like five stars, five star film. That first movie. All right. uh, this movie I gave four point five out of five. But there, there's 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 one thing that I was like ah a smudge. <laughs> I was like. This is a smudge. We'll, we'll talk. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get we'll there get there. We get I wonder if, if the smudge for you is the same as the smudge for me. Um, I do wonder. Because do wonder. there's a smudge. Um, <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I, I love this movie, though. This movie, yeah. I was talking about it with the lovely uh, Lion Optimist and the Flash Museum and uh, Tez Talks and Legend of Zora. I talked about it with them. Uh, we all love the movie. I was geeking out. This movie was really good. Uh, the, in terms of like, because I feel like the first movie is more like a traditional superhero movie with like these elements of like black culture and like African culture and African, the African setting. And it's done very beautifully. But I feel like this one, since it tackles a little bit more like serious themes. Also, the way it's like structured, it was like, a, it was like a, this was a, this was a film. This was a film. This was not a an MCU movie. This was a film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I quite I quite enjoyed this movie. Quite yeah. Enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Right now, just so everybody knows, we are streaming live uh, to twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show and youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. So wherever you guys are watching us, thank you for watching us. Uh, let us know that you're out there. Uh, and then if you're listening to us uh, and you can't see our faces, then you are listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, we got Ricky Z out there on Twitch saying the first Black Panther was a great standalone. I think that's fair, you know? Um, and that one wizard kid on Twitch um, uh, says can't stay because of because uh, of spoilers. Oh, so that one wizard kid didn't, didn't see it. But that one wizard kid drops by every so often. So thank you. Uh, for watching this uh he says have a good stream we will uh christine uh uh how do you feel about the first black panther i enjoyed the first black panther i actually would like reverse the ratings um that ben had like for me the mm. first one was more before five and this one was a five mm. the first one i really love for me like the pacing in the first part was slow like i'll skip the first part of the movie not the very first like there's the action scene and then it slows down and like i'm uninterested um but what it does just for the culture not just for african culture but just even as like as a black one to be able to see so many not like black and brown faces just like empowered and beautiful and natural hair like there was not a straight there was not a relaxer at all in wakanda there was no assimilation you got to see a culture for the first time if there was no colonization and we were just allowed to grow naturally like the way we wanted to grow you know how could that have been like so that fantasy so for that reason like that movie was amazing and i did love how killmarker was one of the first um villains that you really understood where he was coming from like <laughs> it was like 
he has a point. Like if that if Wakanda was real, and I lived the life that I lived, and my sister lived like that they lived, and y'all didn't help us, like we'd have to talk, like we'd have to have a conversation. Y'all didn't help us out until now, you know what I mean? So I thought it was amazing. Um, but again, so first for me, the first one, the pacing was a little bit off in the first part. Even though this movie is actually longer, the second one. Yeah. But for me, I was engaged the whole time. Like, so for me, I didn't really feel the timing. Um, but the first movie, yeah, it was really good. I really loved it. So, and I'm glad that we, I'll, sorry, I'll skip, I'll leave everything for Wakanda forever. We will, I mean, we're going to, we're going to hit every, we're going to hit every single topic. And I know that like, uh, you know, we're all, we're all trying to, um, uh, figure out our thoughts as we go along um i know i'm blurry right now but it'll figure it out uh it's funny you brought it brought up the the natural hair part because in the first movie when okoye has the wig she hates it yeah mm-hmm. she throws it off she throws so it and she uses it essentially as a as weapon, a weapon. Or a distraction yeah. right <laughs> Like, get this out of here. I'm sick of this. Yeah. That was some elation for you. Yeah. R- Ricky Ricky Z says the villains for both movies, this one and the previous oh, yeah. one, had understandable complaints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about the it's about the execution, right? It's not just the complaints. It's like, why are they villains? I think it's because of the execution. Um, Dr. Derpy out there says, I'm assuming Dr. Derpy is talking about this movie. 4.5 out of 5, it drags a bit, and there are some green screen cringe errors. We're definitely going to talk about um something that they did differently in this movie that they didn't do in the previous one um but uh yeah i feel like black panther is uh almost completely universally uh uh loved justin first black panther um i i watched all of the black panther i guess appearances right before this movie and I don't think I've ever seen a cleaner film in the MCU than the first Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. It is so streamlined. There's no fat on that movie at all. It is like, it's so smooth like butter. Every point, every line has a purpose. Every like introduction of a character has a purpose. Everything like was so clean in that movie. So yeah, Black Panther 1 was incredible. Yeah. But I... I I think I'm the little bit, I'm I'm the downer on Black Panther too. I all think right. uh, I did not enjoy it as much as the first one. I just I just want to hear not even an explanation, Justin. What would you give it out of ten? This out of new 10? one, Wakanda Forever, out of ten. Uh, seven out of ten. Okay. Okay. Fair. Christy, why'd you look at me like that? I I just <laughs> my heart just like kind of. Mm, no, it's not I, a bad most, movie. It's better most, than a lot of MCU I, movies. I would just give it a solid seven out of ten. Mm, okay. Oh no, I, I, I'm the bad guy. You're not the yeah. bad guy. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. This is what <laughs> yeah. we're here for. I would like to yeah. hear why, because I don't understand that. But audience, here to talk. Audience, <laughs> just so you know, Justin is definitely the bad guy because this man just stole my joke and tweeted it before <laughs> I could. I made sure to put a spoiler warning on the tweet. I made sure to put a spoiler warning on the tweet. What he happened? What happened? He what tweeted it? it out first we after no, I made the joke. He's like, I got a tweet. I was like, hold on. No, you don't get to tweet that. That was my joke. So he tweets it anyway. Y'all see how big creators do us? What was, what was, what was no, the joke? No, we made, okay, we were, we were right before the show, yeah. behind the scenes action, me and Ben were talking, and Ben said, Ben, I'll give it to him, he said that Namor was like the episode of SpongeBob where they were in Sandy's uh, bowl. 
<laughs> where where SpongeBob and Patrick first went to City's tree dome. Oh, because he's there. One was, he's yeah, there one was like, there was like, <laughs> what a kind of place. It was like, dying. And then I said, I'm going to tweet that. And then Ben was, was never going to tweet it. No, I, 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 did, I wasn't going to tweet it until you said you was going to steal my joke and not give me credit. <laughs> Listen, I, I straight up told you, hey, Ben, I'm stealing your you're joke. Gonna steal, you're going to steal this joke. And I said, hold on, hold on. We're not letting this happen. I'm not going down without a fight. So you, got, you guys, you guys got to stop fighting, all right? You know, like, you guys got to get through whatever beef you guys got, Um, you know? But no, we need we need ritual combat at this point. Is that what we're gonna do? Is that how we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do it? Yep, ritual combat. That's how like, that's like how when they challenge for the throne. Um, <laughs> that's it. I got I got here to challenge Justin for the throne. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh I have some questions about the end of this movie, but we'll get to that a little bit later. All right, what did actually, we want? Actually, was that hold on? Ask that question right now because I want to get I want to get this out of the way. <laughs> is Mbaku king of Wakanda? No, I, that's yes. not even what I want to talk that's about. That's what I was going to ask. Even, that's yeah, not even what I want to talk about. Maybe like a regent because it was Spoiler. like it was all well, the whole thing is spoilers, right? Because yeah. the way I see it is. <laughs> He came out kind of with permission from Shuri. That's the way he indicated yeah. that she's not going to be here. But hey, I'm here to challenge. So, and then they make them. Plus, with I mean, we're really going in with spoilers, right? Because we have yeah. oh, we're going yeah. in, yeah. Because we have little Prince T'Challa. Yeah. Like he's not there for nothing. You no. know what I mean? So I don't think that he's going to hold it and withhold it from the like royal family. I feel like Shuri, even though she became Black Panther, she's not ready to be queen. And I feel like you know she knows he's been a leader for a long time. She trusts him. She's like here, handle the people. I'm gonna go hang out with my well, her friend. Yeah. So she's in Haiti. I didn't know I was saying Haiti wrong the whole time. Like my whole yeah. life. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, I was like, Haiti, Haida, Hi- oh. Yeah. How do? But you, you brought it up. That little boy is the smear on the movie. I have, I have. That's the smear. <laughs> I do not know how I feel about that because this little boy. We the end of the movie happens, right? The end of the movie happens. We see, we see Shuri. Yeah. She drops her ceremonial, her, her funeral clothes in the mm-hmm. fire. And her mama was like, this is how you move on. And uh, Shuri was like, Shuri finally does it. Not even a whole seven minutes later. <laughs> we get, we get, she's moving on from T'Challa. Lupita Nyong'o walks out with this little boy. I'm like, I'm like, ain't no way. <laughs> this little boy, she's talking to him. And he's like, can you keep a secret? <laughs> Son is my Haitian name. <laughs> I am Prince Tachana, son of King Tachana. That's his that's his line verbatim. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm like, did recast the Tachala people just get a W? What the hell is this? And then narratively, it messes up an earlier part of the movie because Nakia has a scene talking to Ramonda, Ramonda, where she's like, I didn't come back because yada yada yada. But actually, that is in fact not the case. <laughs> She I didn't just, come back because she was really, raising her son. But she could have still brought back Prince T'Challa. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it is no, I'm saying it's not really a mess up. It's just that the queen could have wanted both her and the son to come back um, to Wakanda after his death. And she was like, no, we're going to stay away. And like right now, it's just not time. Yeah. Yeah. We also that could don't be, like, sure. a mess up. We don't that know could, that could be an implied thing, but their lines in that scene imply that they haven't seen each other 
and they don't. She doesn't know why. I think Ramona uh, meets like her. She then, has come back. Meets him. Then. Huh? I think Ramona meets young T'Challa, T'Challa the second, at that that time. I think that's when the queen meets. Her. That's true. We don't know that, when that, she that said that could that be, met That him. could be possible. That could be That'd possible. Be that could be possible. Um, but man. That I was just watching that. I, I was like, I was like the movie. I was like, I was like, ah, yes. The movie ended. I was like, damn, five stars, bro. Five stars. Excellent. I was sitting there in my seat, like, damn, that was a movie. Little little boy come through, said he's his name is T'Challa. I was like, hey, hey whoa. I was like, hey, whoa. I thought we was moving. I thought we were like as an audience and as the characters were like, it's we gotta we gotta start we gotta start moving I, forward you know yeah. but like, a child not moving forward it's not like it's a variant different T'Challa like having know, him young, that's just, the next generation that is still moving forward it's the, it's the next generation but his why his name T'Challa I was, I was like damn this is so, such an odd choice yeah just so I I see where uh, Ben is coming from because it's one of the reasons that took off points for me in the movie because. And in the end, I was on over talking Wakandan politics. I was under the impression in the first movie that the title of Black Panther and King or Queen of Wakanda are two separate things that can be held by the same person at times. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the ritual combat decides who is in charge of Wakanda, or who is yes. the king and queen of Wakanda, who then can choose their Black Panther as themselves or somebody else, yeah. right? Yeah. So when Queen Ramonda died, I'm assuming, yeah, there was no leader of Wakanda at that time. Right. Which means yeah. there had to be a ritual combat. Shuri yeah. said, I do not want to be the monarch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Umbaku goes to, to do the It's Challenge Day. You know what I mean? So, therefore, Umbaku is king of Wakanda, right? I think so. And I think Shuri would be Black Panther. If, if nobody beats him, we, we don't see the outcome of that. But when it comes to Tucson, T'Challa, Sana T'Challa, you know, it automatically, we end the movie with Shuri, I guess, kind of accepting where she is. You know what I mean? Brokering peace between Talo Khan and all this stuff. And finally accepting the Black Panther role all the silver and gold, beautiful suits, but that suit is fire. <laughs> that suit is fire. That suit is awesome. But Ooh. as soon as you introduce that child, it automatically puts a time limit on Shuri. It automatically puts, mm. I guess, an asterisk on Shuri's time as the Black a Panther in a way that, like, I didn't appreciate because. Mm. This kid is literally named T'Challa. If, if, if it'd be different if like his name was uh to T'Chanka. You know what I mean? You like, were, were you str- were you struggling to come up with a fake name right now? Yeah, like oh well, oh his name is Tucson, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, but like it'd be different if he wasn't like T'Challa. And to me, that's like, don't worry, guys. There'll be another T'Challa in the MCU eventually. Mm-hmm. And like when I read about like what happened with Shuri and her injury, and also the fact that Shuri didn't want to get vaccinated for the longest time and stuff like that, it's like, is this Marvel putting like an insurance policy just in case, <laughs> just in case the teacher can't get hey, back in the key, suit? 
Loki, that's what I was got, thinking. Yeah, that's just what in I was case thinking. Baku can be the king. We don't have to use Letitia right as often as we need to. Or if if God forbid Letitia decides, because Letitia Wright has said out loud, I do not want to come back to the MCU. We have T'Challa, son of T'Challa. She said you know that? I mean? Yes. I don't remember her saying that. Wow. She, was, uh, she said that when she was tripping in like 2020, 2021 about the vaccine stuff. She tweeted oh. out. She's like, you know what? I don't even <laughs> want to come back. Yeah, she was when she was mad tripping. Yeah. That, that's, I was thinking that too because I remember Winston Duke renegotiated. I'm like, this might be... That's him, him being because I'm assuming they would have let Shuri be queen had, <laughs> had Letitia Wright <laughs> she got vaccinated. Not been, had, had Letitia Wright not been Letitia wrong about this situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I, I feel like that's correct. I feel like Marvel's putting an assurance, like, okay, so we have a little T'Challa, and we have somebody who is not uh Shuri as the uh, monarch of Wakanda, which kind of stinks. But also, I from a w- real world perspective, I get it because they did not do that with uh, Gina Carano in uh, Mandalorian, and now she's just written out. Like we don't know what's going <laughs> to happen to her. So. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, so the thing about what you guys are saying, like I, I think everybody in Marvel has an insurance policy now, especially with like every Marvel character having a kid now, and I think it's like. Okay, I guess that's like number four is like a bunch of kids. Well, that's but, what I was going to say. Yeah. Only because like I don't really see it as what you're saying is specifically against Letitia. Every single movie has like another generation set up, even if it's just going to be yeah. like a sidekick. So it doesn't have to be she. He's going to be the next T'Challa. His name is different. Like to me, it could have it could have been Tachanka or whatever, and it still would have been the same <laughs> meaning to me. It's just a child to hang out with the young Avengers. So we got Kid Loki, we got Morgan, we got um, yeah. whatever um, Ant Man's child's name is. I'm also with it. Cassie. Cassie. <laughs> Cassie. Yeah, we got she the, can um, recast three times. Isaiah. Okay. <laughs> Isaiah Brad. Is it Isaiah or the Isaiah's um, Elijah's uh, the, the grandchild? Eli. Yeah. Elijah's yeah. the grandson. So I mean, to me, it was another MCU child. We got little Love and Thunder. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it wasn't like a setup to take her out. It was just that's what they're doing now. It could be something completely separate. She might be hanging out with maybe we'll get Miles Morales and maybe it'll hang out with um Miss Marvel. You know what I mean? So to me, it wasn't. Oh, her time is up. Yeah, because it's just that and plus they already made this announcement that they didn't want to do the same thing they did with like the first four well the first three phases where everyone had these like long contracts and everything was so dependent on like tony and steve being around so i mean i just kind of i know like it was a lot of controversy with leticia but i don't think it was only because of that i think that's obviously just more there's a spotlight on because it was such big news but i don't think that's the only reason yeah um, I also like I think everybody has a thing in like Marvel uh Marvel kind of knows that they can put their like franchises on ice for a little bit. Like they've been doing that, right? Like Ant-Man doesn't get a movie every year or every two years or every three years, right? Like Ant-Man just kind of floats around and they do an Ant-Man movie when they want to. And like <laughs> of all the Disney projects to make a Disney plus show, not Ant-Man. Yeah, all the things you, yeah. you could have like spent the volume room on Ant-Man. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, what I what I oh uh what I w- was thinking about Tachanka, if we're gonna if we're gonna just call him Tachanka. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate you using the word Tachanka. 
now it's a now it's a that, thing. That's, that's pretty thing. close to T'Chaka, uh, right. the yeah. granddaddy. T'Chaka. No, he's T'Chaka, son of T'Challa, son of T'Chaka. Yeah. I think I think the toxic fanboys kind of feel like they won. Like I'm all red yeah. and here and things. People saying that like Shuri, I don't think Shuri's time is limited per se, but I think that some people wish her time was limited so that the real Black Panther can become Black Panther, quote unquote. It's not my quote. I'm just saying like people are already like, you know what's going to happen is T'Challa, like T'Challa the second is going to be Black Panther. And then I forget who was going to say it, uh, who said it. Somebody said it that like, maybe there's a young storm. And we get the storm T'Challa second mm-hmm. romance, and it's like I don't know what I. I mean, going back to Christine's point, like I I do see like yeah they're doing that all with Phase Four, so like you're yeah. definitely right. I just it it's just the fact that this kid is literally named T'Challa. Yeah, that puts the asterisk on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like uh, if God forbid, <laughs> if God forbid. Falcon passed, you know. Oh, Anthony well, Mackie passed. Yeah, away. Take somebody else. Yeah, like okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, if we just uh, got him, <laughs> if, if, well, if Thor passed away, God forbid, if Thor passed away, right? Yeah. Uh, the kid love. Yeah. Even though I'm like, okay, Thor has four movies. Love would be like the Asgard or Valkyrie, actually. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's not that 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 kid's not like literally Thor. Yeah, you know, yeah. making sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does make sense. I just never. Well, one, I don't like. I completely cool and unsullied. I didn't see any trailers. If I see anybody talking about it, I just scroll past it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what you guys have been talking about, I haven't heard. So what the like toxic oh, no. have been saying about how oh now that's you know it's all said. I'm like oh what like I never well, heard any of this. Keep so, keep in mind that the toxic fanboys were also like. You know who's going to be Black Panther in this movie? Like, this is a year ago, right? They were like, who's going to be Black Panther in this? Killmonger, the one true Black Panther. He's coming back. And they were completely wrong but about that part. But, like, him being Black Panther and, like, well, I'm sure they're going to resurrect Killmonger and he's going to be good and he's going to be Black Panther. Like, people were talking like that. It was... It's this weird bending backwards to to be like, oh yeah, there's no way Shuri is worthy of the Black Panther mantle. Oh, a yeah. woman that is not thing. Black Panther. Like, that's their that's their viewpoint. And the weird thing is, we see in the ancestral plane, we literally see women, yeah, who have been Black yeah. Panthers. So like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. you know, there's the, a willful blindness. Yeah, they don't they don't see what they don't want to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like in, in what kind of there's like no gender politics like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. I mean, you notice that. They yeah, they they, they don't about. have gender politics like that, which is which is actually would root back to like OG OG Africa pre colonization because a lot of African nations did not care about gender like that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, Frank Cooper, Cooper. his mind, <laughs> his mind. Wow. Remember, remember in Falcon and Winter Soldier when the Dora Milaje came in and they beat up a uh, U.S. Yes. agent? Uh, yes. Uh, and people were like, people were like, what? How can that happen? He's Captain America. And it's like, it's first like, thing, where? he's not no, my he's cat. Not. He's not my cat. No. no. Second. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, U.S. John, agent? Uh, uh, John Walker. Twitter blue. John Walker. Yeah, I see that agent. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I O when I O when I O unlocked the, a padlock on Bucky's oh, <laughs> shoulder, but she said, <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, look at his face. Oh, <laughs> look at his face. I was like, deserve. What did she tell you? Do not bust this man out of prison. And what do you do? Bust this man out of prison. You don't listen, and that's why you got your arm taken off, boy. That's exactly why that happened. And people were people were like, oh, Bucky. It's like, no, he, oh he did God. not listen. This is what happens when you don't listen. Io was in fully in her right. She didn't take the arm away with her. She could have because that's made out of Wakanda technology. But this no, she gift. didn't. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a gift. She can. She got the gift receipt. Before I forget, <laughs> you make a good point. Io is more of an instance of where that little boy is going to be replaced. I feel like the reason that... Um, Okoye was stripped of being a general mm. is because Denai isn't going to do a TV show. And we know that we need the journal. If we're going to do a um, is it the Dora Malachi getting their own? Or it's, just... it's, I think the that's been like rumored to be in the works for or a while. Kingdom of Wakanda, World of Wakanda, yeah. something like One that. Of, something, something like that. Yeah, but this way, and but Ayo's already been in, like you said, she was in Falcon Winter Soldier. She's probably going to do another show. So like, but now she's going to be the general as opposed to just like, where's because it was kind of like they were just a squad as opposed to not having the leader out there. Koi wasn't in in um, Falcon, but Denai, she's busy. She got things to do. <laughs> but here's the thing. Denai so, Greer was on The Walking Dead for years. She does not want to do another show. Like, yeah, she no, she already did her. Exactly. No, yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. She's like, I did my primetime skit. I'm good. <laughs> it's different. I'm good. It's different, though. <laughs> like, Disney Plus shows, HBO Max shows even, like, streaming shows, they're different. Walking Dead on AMC is like in and out every day. You are filming for the season. But in this, it's like they literally, like, I doubt the schedule is as bad as like an actual 20 something. uh, uh, For for some shows, it's pretty bad. For some shows, it's pretty bad. Because I remember uh, the WandaVision cast saying it was like filming like a movie every day, but like super quickly. Yeah. So that, in my mind, puts it into perspective that some of the shows function differently. Because, like, I know Falcon uh, in the Winter Soldier was like impacted by COVID in a way where, like, they had filmed a, a big part of it, and it was supposed to be the first show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had to restructure a lot of things and like mm. cut things out, and then refilm some things. They lost some filming locations, but they were still able to make a a, a complete show uh, with it. So I know that some of the shows have like had a little bit more leeway and, or a little bit more free time because of actor schedules, but shows like like Miss Marvel, they were like filming. Yeah. They were filming. They got that out. She-Hulk was filming. They got that out. Right. So like I know the shows all function a little differently because, yeah, that's all I had to say. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna reiterate the point. Y'all got it. Yeah. I mean, say, so. add to your point though, <laughs> they all have a cinematic quality. They're not like. They're mm-hmm. not just like AMC Walking Dead. Walking Dead was like a really good show, but you can tell that it's like, like you said, it is like filming another movie. So, like, say you're filming another six hours, either doing it quickly, it's probably still gonna take longer than just filming a film. You know what I mean? Like, because it's yeah, a whole six hour episode thing. So. Yeah. yeah. I um, do. I don't know oh, what boy, they I have planned too. for the future with it, but um, something I, I did want to point out that I uh, before it gets lost, Toussaint is is the Haitian revolutionary uh from history. Uh he fought the Ooh. French for Haitian independence. Ooh. Just just so you we know that that, that that name didn't come out of nowhere. 
<laughs> Wait, Justin, what did you say? Nothing. Forget it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Wait, what did Justin say? No, I don't know. You felt so sad. <laughs> no, it was no nothing. It, anyway. 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 Um, <laughs> Um, child. Anyway, so so, <laughs> so well, let's talk about let's talk about stuff we did like about this movie, right? A lot. <laughs> what, what, a lot. What's your biggest? What's your biggest thing that you like? My biggest. Yeah. Are our protagonists are antagonists? Okay. Letitia Wright, even though she was Letitia wrong, and I said I already said it, but I'm running it back. She put it in. She put in the work. She was holding this movie down. I don't want to say yeah. she carried the movie because that implies that the other actors were not doing their job as much, right? There's a negative connotation to this actor carried the movie. But that performance, yeah, she <laughs> she gave us everything we needed to. She gave us everything we needed to. I was sitting there, I was feeling for Shuri. That opening scene, I was, Ryan Cougar is a sick individual. Why mm-hmm. would you make me cry in the first five minutes? And then you gave me a moment of silence so I can cry even more? Dude, and oh, then, the moment of silence? That, you're sick! You're sick! You're sick, Ryan! You're sick! And then Letitia Wright is going through the motions. Sherry was going through it. She was going through it. And she was going through it so much she she lost, she she ain't had no faith. She was going through it so much. When she goes to the ancestral room, she, she, she sees the most treacherous dude, the whole tap. She sees Killmonger. Killmonger <laughs> sitting there like, what's up, cuz? I saw him, I'm like, yeah! The treacherous dude. He's like, he's like, he's like, and you're not noble like T'Challa. The conversation cuts. We come back, she sees, I am not noble like my brother. That was crazy. And then, and then she gets some anime inspiration when she's about to, <laughs> when she's about to skewer him like a fish fillet. She was about to skewer, bro. She was like, she gets anime inspiration. Her mama come through. Ramonda's like, girl, this ain't you. And she's like, yeah, I'm tripping. And then she's like, yield. Oh, she was so good. She pulled that 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 little that spear out of her. She said, boom, boom. And then she had a whole hole in her stomach. She said, nah. I am so angry right now. She pulled a Darth Maul. I am so angry. I am powering through. I am getting this man. She jumped over him. She said, Wakanda forever. Burnt that mug to a crisp. I was like, oh, no. She pulled the wing out his ankle. She held it over him. I was like, yes. <laughs> crazy. And she she talked to Mbaku crazy. She came down after she had her spiritual mission with, uh with ooh, what's his name? Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger. She had her spiritual mission. She came down to Mbaku. She said, let me talk to him alone. She said, you're going to listen to me. We are fighting these mugs tomorrow morning. Get ready. And he was like, that's, that's <laughs> in charge. I'm not about to fight her. She got the purple herb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, ooh, Shuri was so good at this movie. And then, on the flip side, our antagonist, Namor. Oof. My, my people call me Akukukar. But my enemies call me Namor. Yo, his This dude was a kid. This dude was a kid. He was murking conquistadors. He was murking fools. As a little boy. As a little boy. That his the, the origin story for his name, that oh, was yeah. one of the hardest lies. Yeah. I sat in the theater. I was like, oh, that was so hard. I whispered to my friend. I'm like, that's hard as hell. I, had a good- <laughs> I was like, that's hard as hell. Yeah. The kid with no love? Oh, oh, oh my god. This man, and then and then and then the whoever was like the cinematographer and who uh, uh, and Ryan Coogler were 
geniuses because whenever Namor started talking crazy, the camera changed. He got a little bit of that that that, that fish eye lens from the '90s R&B rap videos. He got he got all, all close to the camera. He was like he was like, and you are not going to challenge me, my people. I have more armies, I have more people than you. I have, you have blades of grass in Wakanda. I was like, oh my god, this dude is insane. He challenged the Wakandas, and then and then and then this mug. One person dies. So this dude goes, okay, I'm flooding Wakanda. He floods Wakanda and kills Angela Bassett. How you gonna kill Angela Bassett? And I still like you. I, you are such a good actor. I still liked you. I wasn't rooting for you. I was not rooting for you. I'm always rooting for the Wakandas. But this man killed Angela Bassett. I'm like, damn, they were so cool. Like, I was hurting. I was sitting in the theater like, you are not about to kill Angela Bassett. He killed Angela Bassett. I was like, what? Man, I was sick. I was sick. Like, that's not <laughs> happening. That's not what's gonna happen. She's not gonna die. No, it's just I was like in denial. And like when the little girl woke up and um Riri woke up and I'm like, okay, so Ramonda, it's your turn. Like, what's what's right? Going? I was like, get up. <laughs> I was like, girl, don't do this was, to me. Like, it, I was this. I was. It reminded me of like I, I bet it reminded me of like what probably happened when Kane killed Abel. He was probably like, okay, Abel, get up, stop playing, <laughs> stop playing, bro, stop playing, because he ain't never experienced death before. So he was just like, yeah. stop playing, get up, Abel. Dad, what is dead? I was thinking like that when Angela Bassett was just slumped. And when she came out, hold up, when she came out in that first scene, her arms was out. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, put me, put me in a chokehold, Angela Bassett, please. Like, whoa, she was looking so good. Okay, I'm uh, okay. I, I, there's a lot, like thought, the whole movie. a lot of thoughts here. A lot of yeah, I did. Here. <laughs> uh, the first part was the whole movie. <laughs> I do. I do want to point out that the director of photography, the cinematographer on the uh, on this movie, is Autumn Durald Arcapau. Uh, she is a uh, a Filipino American uh, cinematographer. Lovely. She did a great Very job. I, oh, Tyler makes films made a video about that. Yes. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, she did a great job. Uh, she knew what she was doing. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's a cinematographer. She that's her job. But yeah. she. Held it down because the, the everyone held it down in this movie. Everyone was giving tens. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Justin, I want to know your favorite part. Oh, okay. Um, my favorite <laughs> parts. Hold on, let me let me get my my notes out. This is like my favorite it. parts of this whole. Is Justin is Justin gonna do prop comedy <laughs> right like, now? No, no, actually, you come out with a, a little comedy. notebook. Here, no. I wrote all my favorite parts. No, I did too. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, it's things that, like, no, people think I hate this movie. I don't hate this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. It has really good parts. Um, like I said before, Shuri's outfit. Uh, but going oh, yeah. more into Shuri, I really appreciated the lengths that they went to to differentiate her from T'Challa, but also give her some similarities. Like, you know, uh, the way she talks to Riri, she's like very like a regal sense to her, just like T'Challa had with Shuri, you know, like, but at the same time, Shuri is not afraid to throw hands. Shuri is not afraid to get what she wants when she has to. And I really appreciated that how different she was. In fact, she saw Eric Killmonger, another good addition to the because i truly didn't see it coming because i thought it was gonna be angela bassett yeah i did too bassett like just passed you know um but no i thought that was like perfectly done that whole scene was really done really uh, really well done um i like the synthetic herb 
the possibilities that like what else could you do with that i thought that was really like i guess i don't know uh really because i was wondering they answered a lot of questions that was like wow i have no questions everything is answered you know what i mean like how are they gonna do this how everything was answered and i really appreciate that angela bassett top five best performances by angela bassett really well oscar Best supporting really actor. Well uh, no, it's right now. To a point where, like, it's almost her movie for a good chunk of it. Like, oh, I would sure. say half of it is just it's Angela Bassett's movie. You know, everything. Um, yeah, the Dora Milaje. Um, I I really appreciated how we got to know more than one <laughs> Okoye, Ayo, and Michaela Cole's character. Uh, Anika. Aneka. 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 We got Aneka. to know more Dora Milaje, which is probably like one of the highlights of the previous film. Loved the armor, loved all the weapons that they had. I didn't love the Midnight Angel. I didn't I, either. I, lo- I low-key hated it. And I'll be honest with you, when Okoye got fired, that was when I started to tear up. I was like, no, not Okoye. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine being like, some some kid from the United States calling your bald head ashy, and then you get fired the <laughs> next day. No, they were on, wait, hold on, they were on her neck first. Mbaku said bald headed demon, and then, <laughs> then Riri was like the ash on top of your head, and then you get fired, and then you don't ever make up with her. Devastating, yeah, truly devastating. Speaking of Mbaku. Bro, Umbaku, how how do I go from like, man, this guy's a hotep to like, man, Umbaku is like is the wise one. What? Like yeah. Umbaku of all people giving sage good advice. I was like, this is pretty good. Um, what else did I like? He's grown a lot. I love Umbaku. Grown, like, I love Umbaku. Growth. I love that. So that's probably my favorite part of this movie. Like seeing because I watched it like all at once, all the appearances at once. Like just seeing how these characters grow, I really appreciate it. Um, By the way, I thought he was dead. Like he got punched. Oh, when he got Namor punched in the punched chest. Him? I was oh, like, yeah. what the, what the fuck? I was and like, y'all not about to kill my man. No, I knew it was, was no. nobody's safe. <laughs> That'd have been terrible. That'd have yes. made this a one. That's too much. That'd have been too much. They just start <laughs> killing everybody, and then it's just Everyone. Everett Ross still alive. Oh yeah, that would have been terrible. Ryan Coogler would never do. That. Everett Ross is like, I'm, I'm, I am Black Panther now. Absolutely mm. not. Oh hell no, nah. he's a hostage. Speaking of villains, um, no more. Not not like the character in the comic books at all. I like this one better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you wonder in the comics, I don't know, like, you guys, like, who would ever want to be in the same room as no more? He might steal your wife for no fucking reason. Like, why would you <laughs> ever be in the same But I get it. In this movie, he's charming, he's nice, but he's also threatening. Like, loved, I love that they gave Talo Khan slash Atlantis, like, endless amounts of flavor and things that really contrast mm-hmm. as well with Wakanda. You know, like, the Water Tribe, Earth Tribe kind of thing um yeah i'll let someone else go <laughs> uh no uh sorry uh who, who else uh christine have, yeah. have you gone just little me no i haven't okay just one lesson um so kind of like three things are my favorite part that the most of you have already touched on the fact that everyone just absolutely like annihilated their performances 
Angela, Shori, Namor, uh, Okoye, like when she was begging for a chance to prove the die to try to get Shuri back. When in, like in the first scene when Angela was talking to the UN said maybe in this next time, you know, next time we'll be more aggressive. Oh my gosh, when they made the white men's they doing their knees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 I loved it. Oh. <laughs> They're really smart for it to be French and not American because, you know, they got enough toxic families out there. If it was the Americans, yeah. they would have birthed the movie theater now, but still, it worked. Uh, um, let's, let's be honest, though. It would have been we, the Americans. It would have been American. I mean, it, that's who was, that's who was looking at the bottom group. of the ocean. That's who's looking at the bottom of the ocean. The more took them out. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, so were the Americans smarter? Is that kind of the thing? The, the Americans were looking for the source, but then the French are like, we'll just go to their fucking outreach center and just take much. what we wanted. That's what it seems like. Um, the Americans were not smarter because how many French soldiers are alive and how many American soldiers? <laughs> uh, that's only because of Wakandan mercy. Like exactly. I'm just <laughs> yeah. The, I think well, that's let me one finish, of the, oh, oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> so the other thing that I really, really loved, um, like you brought up with Talu Khan, then the similarities. I just like the idea that we got to see another culture. So I brought this up earlier. One of my favorite things about Black Panther is seeing what we could have been, what an African country could have been, and they never were touched by colonization. We got the same thing with, is it Mayan? A Mayan culture? That if they never were touched, if they were like free from influence and colonization, like I just thought that was amazing. So just the fact that we could bring up two cultures, you know, black and brown people, like that was one of my favorite parts. Um, and then my other, like they don't have a hierarchy, just as I remember them, just a general sisterhood. Um, like you were saying, you got to see more of the Dora Milaje, but you got to see the interactions and how they support and love each other and how sure it doesn't treat them like her servants or like her, like just protection. Like, you know, everybody is like your sister. Everybody, like, you know, we're all Wakandan together. I just love that togetherness. I don't think I have like a specific like part that I love, more like the themes. Well, that's not true. So I just brought up one. I just mean it's like a favorite. I was just thinking if I had a favorite part, there are things that stand out more than others, but like I can't pick one specific moment that I love the most. And then just, and I will say my toxic trait is no more was talking to me, but he was talking to Shuri. We would have brought up all the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the colonizers. <laughs> like y'all would have been. <laughs> oh, but no, it was like, I just really love the themes in this movie, how it kind of, like I said, reflects back on the first Black Panther, but also doing it in like in a wider scope. But if we could just keep going with this like kind of phase four idea of showing more culture, we got Shang-Chi and we got Ms. Marvel and I just love that. Um, so, but just, just keep it coming, just keep it coming. That's, yeah, that's amazing. I, I like that this movie, same with the other movie, uh, the previous one, is not saying that like, we should feel sorry for the colonizers. It's not about having love for the colonizers. It's about not having colonizer mentality when dealing with colonizers. All those like war and just massacre and genocide, that's colonizer stuff. Killmonger was all about it. Namor was all about it because he's hurt, right? There's trauma. There's hundreds of years of trauma from Namor. But the goal, like, like this movie plainly states 
that if uh uh like uh what they say if america was the one with 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 all the power oh yeah well if america had vibranium what would they be doing yeah you would have had the next atom bomb like you couldn't right. america can't be stressed about that right and so it's 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 not that like wakanda is weak for not invading other countries and killing everybody and using it for war but that mercy and logical thought and compassion uh is their strength and then they're not going to sign up for what the colonizers did originally and but namor is on the other side namor is like no fight fire with fire and then he got fire to the back (laughs) but also namor is from that time though yeah. Like when he was born mm-hmm. in the 1600s, so yeah. it would make sense that his mentality is the same as someone back then. Yeah, but I mean, his people were peaceful or relatively so, right? Like the colonizers a, came in and took them out. True, that is true. One thing that I would say that, like, I don't know if it's being nitpicky. If they're so peaceful, because all they do was like you know hang out with each other down in Talukan, why do they even have warriors? Like they're physically stronger because they live in a deep sea. They don't need protective suits. Like that makes sense. But why does everyone know how to fight so well? But I guess he saw that when he was younger. If you think about it, he's been preparing to take over the service war for a long time. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, why else do they have warriors? Yeah. Like they don't fight anybody else. They just know that those people there exist. They did this to our original people. One day, you know, <laughs> and that's what he did at the end too. When he explained to the girl when she was saying that he didn't like she didn't like that he kneeled that he knelt to Shuri, he was like, "No, listen, they're going to come for Wakanda. Wakanda's going to come to us for help, and that's when we take over the surface world." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" The fact that he still is alive and that they're still there is like the the best part of the movie. Maybe not the best. I keep calling everything the best, but it's one of the best parts of the movie. He's still plotting. Yeah, they use him. Yes, right? exactly. He's looking at the long game. He's plotting. He's looking at the long game. He could do it. He's 400, mm. 500 years old, right? He could he yes. could play the long game. He's Absolutely. been playing the long game. Oh. <laughs> yes. I That's felt he gave like, the mother's bracelet. Yeah, he was trying to slip in there because I was thinking. <laughs> Because that's what they did back then when you were and you had a war with another country, you would marry the royalty. So I really thought that's where they were going. I don't know if that maybe that was just my head. Maybe that's what I wanted to see. But I really didn't think that they were <laughs> like on a trip, like married off and then like combined. I I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I like no, it listen, and this is why Sue Storm needs to be black because if she was, you know, not if she was a conquistador, you know, he would he would. She's done. He not he not falling for that. Oh my god! <laughs> he was talking to Shuri. I think I think, I think him right, and because I think this, him this him Namor and Peter Parker never, are on the same page in the MCU. <laughs> this name will never never date a blonde Sue Storm. Oh, absolutely no, not. But I don't. Who knows whether they're even going to go down that route with the MCU? Because I I've been thinking about like race relations in the MCU and like the romances and whatnot. I don't know whether the MCU is gonna would would do Miss you know Mr. Seal your girl gonna hang out with a white woman kind of thing. I don't know whether yeah, they would I don't do think that. So. No, and this is why Sue and Johnny need to be black. I'm just saying. I'm just if it but if up. it did happen and he was white, we would just know that it was like a setup. Like we like. You know what I mean? If you ever saw him with a white woman, we're like, oh, she about to die. Like he just. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't trust it. It's some kind of plot. They have technology I've never seen. I'm using it to protect Talokan. <laughs> That's what he would be doing. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky Ricky Z uh, in the comments says, "Was Namor? Uh, sorry, Namor. 
I've been I've Not I've more. called I've called uh him Namor for so long. Yeah, same. I've had to adjust. Like you know, see Namor. Uh, I get it, Namor. But like, uh, was Namor the first to outright call himself a mutant? Uh, yes and no. First person to call himself a mutant, but then we had the the word mutant or mutation in Miss Marvel in the final episode, and that's yeah. the only other time, right? Yeah, Ben brought it yeah. up and said, well, he said, I checked your blood. It's different than, like, if your brother had the bracelet of your mom, they wouldn't have changed like you because for you, there's the mutation. And he did the theme song. Yeah. And then, you know, mm-hmm. they, she was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> went on her life. But he called himself a mutant, which is weird because he knows what a mutant is. Well, so. we had the word mutant before, like, X-Men and, and Marvel had mutant. Like, mutant as a word is like yes. a three-headed frog you know yeah well yes in the real world but in the marvel world the word mutant has a specific connotation yes (laughs) 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 i uh man this movie was fucking good (laughs) good. (laughs) Uh, oh my god does he regrow his ankle wings because that's sad like i was thinking about that like i have to eat that no (laughs) (laughs) is he just like swimming around in circles now uh no there has to be like a fake one. If he comes up with like a little metal wing or something like that, like a like a uh, what do you call it? Like a Winter Soldier you... arm, but for his ankle. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Like called? a Winter Soldier, a bionic prosthetic. Yeah, prosthetic. Okay. Wait, so you're telling me Shuri ripped off this man's ankle? Not wings. the whole thing. And it was like a feather. Enough to no, enough of one wing. There was and... there was bone in there. Yeah, and Ooh. later in the movie, Namor is like painting on his bedroom wall fan art of him and Shuri like a Black Panther fighting the family yeah. serpent. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's down Wait a no one beat him before. Like, could you, could, you, like, could you imagine if someone ripped off your ear? Ripped off your ear and then you're just painting your wall. Your I mean, that's fair. what happened after that Mike so, Tyson fight probably. To be fair, he killed her mother first. So he's like, I deserved it. No, yeah, no, he killed her yeah, mother first. No, exactly. It was respect because he was just like, yeah. I killed her mother, and she did not kill me. Wakanda's are the most powerful people. I'm like, yeah, you're 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 yeah. smart and you're plotting. I, I like the mm-hmm. way you think, Namor. You're you're kind of crazy. I like it. So the first <laughs> you're time unhinged, co- bro. You know, the first time we saw him covered up, he covered up them scars on his back when he <laughs> at uh-huh. the end of the painting. He had that little robe on. I was like, ooh, it must look bad. <laughs> and 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 remember, they do heal, Justin. They do heal because Akoye mm-hmm. went. Ooh, we haven't talked about this yet. When Akoya is on the bridge, yeah. she sh- 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 she gives oh, yeah. them killing blows, and then they heal up. They heal up those mortal injuries. And Namor says he he's a little bit different, so he has some biological differences. So he probably can still heal. If but, not um, better. If not better. So speaking of that scene, that bridge scene, that it was one of the coldest fight scenes in the MCU. Atuma and Okoye were going at it. Literally that was the like, biggest reaction in my theater is when Atuma like hit like hit Okoye with her own staff. Oh shit! Yeah, everybody was like, "What?" Uh, Ooh. When he when he he, he <laughs> took takes her staff, puts it in the ground, and then slams her into the staff, and she's like, "Ah." 
pops her shoulder back in, takes a step out of the ground, and is ready to fight. And then they're like, Cold damn, this scene. girl don't quit. Scene. Enough, throw a water bomb at her. Yeah. <laughs> throw a water bomb at her. That's another good thing, because I think a lot of times, um, not just superhero or MCU, anything with action, I don't know if it's like lazy fight choreography. When someone has to lose, it's like they're just choreographed to lose, as opposed to she's powerful and a really good fighter she had to lose but they still showed that she was a good fighter like i hate when they do this person has to lose but then so they just start fighting terribly but no they yeah. really went in the choreography was so amazing and you could like you said she was really digging in and just would not give up and it just like showed it showed how it made him seem more powerful because they didn't like weaken her to make him seem strong exactly this movie did really good like power scaling because like we understand on the surface world wakanda is the most powerful we understand that they had the most powerful technology the black panther is super powerful so to mm -hmm. have somebody be the black panther's equal and to have an army be stronger is like whoa hey, mm -hmm. hey don't piss off the talokans <laughs> don't piss them <laughs> off bro like, oh god i i also noticed that like like okoye in this movie they took the one line from um, the first movie where Wakabi is like, would you kill your uh, kill your love or whatever? Would for, you kill me my love? For Wakanda. For Wakanda. Or, and Wakanda. She does for Wakanda. Without question. Yeah. Oh, question. So <laughs> they I was took like, that I want line. her to talk to me like that. <laughs> that. That line is her whole thing in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And even when she was taken off as, um, you know, lost her job as general, she still went to Shori's age. She still has like Wakanda in her blood. She still would absolutely die for Wakanda. And that was beautiful. Yeah. That was amazing. I love what they did with her character. Uh, they were acting her faces off. Oh, my gosh. I'm going back to that scene where she was just begging for a chance. Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Wait, and then when Andrew said, you can see your husband in, the, in jail, right? Because they were like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Wakanda's in jail. They were, yeah, they were like, um, maybe you're being a little bit too harsh on her. Da, da, da. You know, she stood up to her husband for you, and she was like, "She can go visit her husband in jail. I can't see my husband. I can't see my child. You took everybody from me." Like I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, Wait, my she was going in. Like that scene was so good. <laughs> cool, yeah, the whole personal like performance plan. Like called in the HR for everything. Like dang, you were going to Angela Bassett said, "My family is done <laughs> ever." Uh, I was like, I was like, I feel you, Angela. Damn. Yeah, I, I, like, know. I was just like she's acting. She said, "Keep I, behind it, me." <laughs> I thought oh, it would be mercy because you know, usually, especially in like a superhero thing, you thought it would. No, there was no mercy whatsoever. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no mercy for Akoye. I was like, she, "Oh, she's hurting." She wasn't demoted. She was just kicked out. Oh, yeah. She was hurting. She was hurting. She fired Akoye. How you gonna fire Akoye, my girl? She yeah. gonna do that? <laughs> what? That. That was it's it's it sucks because Ramonda was talking about how she lost everything. 20 minutes later, it's flipped because Shuri comes yeah. back, she's alive, whatever, and then Ramonda dies, Shuri just takes her place. Oh, uh, and Shuri, Shuri was lost everything. screaming for her mother. I mean, Shuri was screaming for her mother. Oh my I, oh my gosh. Oh that that just broke them. When they were holding her back, yeah, Mbaku was holding her. Back, it was right? Mbaku. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was Mbaku and like I think it was Mbaku, Anika, and somebody else. There was like three people yeah. holding her back. She was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, she was great. Oh my gosh, I couldn't because she lost her father when she was sixteen, and then she mm -hmm. loses the child. I guess I can't tell 
So I guess she wasn't um, dusted away. They keep calling her a child, but I mean, at this point, she, she's at least 21, right? She was dusted. Um, oh, okay. That's confirmed. But I had to look her up MCU age-wise, because I was like, well, how old is she? So uh, she was born in 98, and since this movie's in 2023, uh, and she has five years taken off, she's she's bio, eight, she's technically 25. Minus five, so she's twenty. She oh, had okay. she has five years missing. I was trying to figure out the timeline on this because T'Challa got dusted, and then he comes back, and then he only has a year left of life. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? Or he di- or he dies right after he comes back? I think we're in twenty twenty three in this year, or I'm sorry, not twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, because we're in twenty twenty three in Endgame. So two thousand eight. Well- 2018 plus five, that's where we end up, right? Yeah. So 2023 is when people get snapped back. Yeah. So I think we're in 2024 in this year because it's one year later. This is one year later, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember, so T'Challa dies. And then remember, um, it says one year later. And then um, when the queen came out and gave, got her, was when they first meet in the moor. And she was saying, do you remember what day it is? It was the day that T'Challa had died right. a year ago. So it's been at least a year. I don't know how long if he died, like immediately coming back from being dusted, like in between then, but we know at least 2024. So question would be, was T'Challa dusted when the Dora Milaje were in Falcon Winter Soldier? Or not dusted, uh, dead, just dead. Uh, he was probably no. alive. He, he was probably alive. Okay. So this sure. is a year into the future, even more so into the future than because all the MCU stuff is taking place in the future in 2023. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think. Yeah. I think uh, No Way Home and I think it's No Way Home and Hawkeye are end of 2023. Yeah, I think uh, Miss Marvel is beginning 2024, and then She-Hulk is. She Hulk's timeline is weird because they have that. I don't think this Marvel's twenty twenty four. I don't think anything's twenty twenty four. This is uh, okay. Maybe okay. This, but like before, that. I think because I think because because I thought they were just spinning their gears, telling a lot of stories that take place in the same time, so we can finally catch up to twenty twenty three. I no. think that's what I no, figured I, with all the Disney Plus shows. It was all kind of taking place during 2023 at different points so that we can like finally catch up to 2023 and then get back on on our own timeline. That's what I get. I think that's I think, I like think Miss Marvel's four. I think Miss Wait, is Miss Marvel before or after No Way Home timeline wise? I don't think they it's not important to the plot. They don't really mention it. Yeah. But like we know for sure that like like Falcon and the Winter Soldier happens like right after, and then we got um, WandaVision, Loki, which really doesn't matter when it takes place. It takes place outside of time, and then right. we have Hawkeye, which happens at the end of the year. Yeah, December twenty twenty three. Right. Yeah. So then everything after those four, I think, is like twenty twenty four. No way so home was they... also Christmas twenty twenty three. So those happen. Yes, I was. I'm thinking about shows. Not oh like yeah. All MCU. I can't do. I don't. I can't do all that. It's <laughs> the so same tough, time. right? <laughs> so just the show-wise, definitely. You're right. This is the movie. She talked about the movies. So when did Shang-Chi take place? But Shang-Chi also is all over the place because in, in um, She-Hulk, the abomination thing happened yeah. in the middle. 
uh, not it doesn't um, happen. It just gets released. That's the thing. Yeah, the footage gets released. So that's that's what we that's where we're a little. Banner has the, the arm sling at the end of Shang Chi, but he doesn't have the <clears> arm <throat> sling in She Hulk. So Shang Chi does take place before She Hulk. No, he has it because her didn't didn't he find out that her blood could heal him? Yeah, I thought he had it in the car. I he, he had it in the car. The car yeah, yeah, he had oh. it in the car, and then he talked about how her blood is different, and that's why they made that whole plot that never went anywhere. Um, <laughs> I have thoughts, but I'm not here to talk about she helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, her blood heals his arm. Okay. So he, for him, it's still right afterwards. Okay. But Shang Chi still takes place before she helped, essentially. Yeah, Shang Chi's yeah. probably Shang Chi. Shang Chi is fall twenty twenty three, I believe. Uh, no Way Home takes place like August to December of twenty twenty three because we have like the beginning of the school year, and then we have yeah. a few weeks of them getting denied, and then the movie ends at during holiday time. Yeah, and Hawkeye takes place during around the same time. We see the same setting in uh, the big skate rink that they show in like Thirty Rock and crap. Uh, I'm not from New York. I can't. I can't, this, I can't tell you landmarks. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna get in a deep dive of, of timelines. I want to know. Timelines. I want to know. I want to know some uh, some complaints. I want to know some some misses. Uh, if you got them, me personally, my miss, my big miss, is that we shoehorned Everett Ross in again. We got a plot line that didn't matter. I don't think yeah. we need Everett Ross. And again, yeah. I'll say this from the beginning, Everett Ross's character in Black Panther 1 could have been Jimmy Woo, and I would have accepted that. But we did, but there's a reason why we have a white character in this all black film. Uh well, at yeah. least in the first movie, and then all people of color film in in, in this movie. I, it's because, I agree. It's because there the audience two... is gonna be like, Where where am I? They gotta have the there was too many white folks. <laughs> <laughs> there was too many that. white people in this movie. That but they were like, all this... bad. And you know what's crazy? Except for Everett. Except for Everett, there are token. And you know what? We don't even need the token. Uh, we like there was ten minutes of this movie that were too much, and it was those ten minutes. Every we didn't time we need come back him and to, Val. We didn't need any of. We them. did not need them. I did not need a setup for Thunderbolts. I don't care about the Thunderbolts. <laughs> They're nothing to me. I don't care. Bro. So you didn't. What? But wait, another. But you didn't need America just being America. So I thought it was part a big part of the plot. I felt like that could have been handled in two scenes and not an entire C plot or D plot. All we needed, all we needed is Everett Ross being like, hey, Riri Williams. And they're like, okay. And that's it. Yeah, there should have been more time. Red hot chili peppers and like (laughs) like they were like, this movie, this movie is too black. It's 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 too it's too Mexican. We need red hot <laughs> chili peppers. Listen, literally, the the ten minutes I was like, we could have had that time allocated to more Dora Milaje, Dora Milaje characters. Like, we did not have enough time with Aneka, Aneka and Io. Like, Io has screen time, but Io has two lines. Aneka is there, has four lines. Like, they're there and have no lines. We don't. We barely even see their the fact that they are together. That first line they have together is like supposed to be like okay, this is them being together. And then the last scene, which can be cut in international market, I was thinking uh, that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is them solidifying. Oh, they're in a relationship. She's gonna kiss her on the head. I'm just like, yeah, 
Now, after Eternals, no more excuses. No more excuses. Get it together. No more excuses. And and have more because like I was watching this movie and I like uh I think it was I think it was Cheeto or Lion Optimus and the Flash Museum when I was talking to them, they pointed out like we it was hella black, but it felt like scenes of black women were like allocated to like we can have three on screen at a time. And I was just like, yeah, there wasn't like after watching the Woman King, there was not big scenes of like a ton of black women in the in a row and a ton of Dora Milaje in a, like in a group. Which I was like, I was like, I would have liked to see more of them. I don't care about what's going on Here's with the. Thing. the... <laughs> Here's the thing. I think there's a reason for this. I think there's an actual reason. I have a theory that is a crazy crackpot theory. A uh, Black Panther theory. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> we we know that Shuri was not allowed to use. Leticia Wright was not allowed to leave the country. And had a very large injury that affected the shooting schedule. I think that I was I was sitting in the theater, I was like, I had the same thought, Ben. I'm like, why isn't Shuri in the same room as these people? Why is Angela Bassett having so many scenes that like, oh, I, we could get to know these characters? I think it's because Shuri could leave the country. Shuri was not vaccinated in a way like and there was a lot of scenes in the volume or in closed rooms yeah like I, I i like i think the perfect example of this is when um angela ramonda uh passes away and you see like the the i guess the body like and ramonda and Rivi in the same room but shuri is never in the same shot as ramonda like she's trying to get there, but mm. never in the same shot. And you have Umbaku and one other person holding her back, and it's really close up. Another example of this is when Shuri is on the vibranium finder. She's in, supposed to be in the same room as Ramonda, but Shuri is on top of the vibranium, and they're never in the same shot. And they're really like they're never close together in the same shot. There's a shot of like Ramonda over the shoulder looking up at Shuri, but they never like they never like shake hands or anything. You know what I mean? That's my theory. Cannot be proven as of like right now, but I think that's what happened. You don't think they would have shipped Angela Bassett over to Letitia, right? I think COVID messed a lot of things up. Like for a while, there was a limit to how many people could be on. Oh, that's true. And if you look at the Angela Bassett scene where she's addressing the UN, all of the Wakandan soldiers have masks on. I have a crazy idea. I'm throwing out a theory. I'm throwing out a theory. <laughs> Angela Bassett could have been, I don't want to do a scene with a character that's not vaccinated. I want to be careful. Here's the thing, though. When Ramonda and Shuri are on the beach, it is only her, Shuri, and Namor. Or, sorry, Namor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Namor. Like, Letitia Wright is never in the same scene as more than maybe four people. Yeah, and I think the only exception is when she comes down and she's like in the crowd with, uh, in the she comes out. She like jumps out the plane and she's like in Wakanda or Umbaku's like ice house, yeah. whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking and about? She goes, but then again, she only touches Umbaku, and everyone else is like over the shoulder cheering. You know what I mean? So I'm like, 
is she actually there? Or is a CGI <laughs> costume, right? Yeah, like what also Oh, her costume is uh like the first black Panther costume, half CGI, half real. So there's yeah. shots where you can tell it's like, okay, they, they didn't touch it up, and shots where like, okay, they touched it up. Yeah. Christine. So that's my theory about yeah. what happened. No, but to your point, Justin, I thought it was weird at the funeral when she was walking, you know, and everyone like it's in mass. Nia, it's a close up of her face, but the far away shot, the hood is like completely covering mm-hmm. her face, right? When you see her, you see, you see her in the whole parade next to her mom. I'm like, who, what are they doing that for? But then the close up shot, the hood's not even down that far. Like, close up shot, the hood's now up here. Right. Yep. No, it's, it it's, a, it it's adding up. It, there's <laughs> only a few scenes. Oh. Yeah, it's adding up. There's only a few scenes they actually like share <laughs> together. And like yeah. very rarely, and it seems like they may have done those after she came back because she came back. She they shipped her to Britain after she got injured and was like, Girl, you cannot come back into the country unless your ass gets vaccinated. And then she gets vaccinated, finally comes back, they finish filming the movie. So, because there's there's only a few shots where they actually like interact, right? It's like yep. when we're at like the shot of like T'Challa's casket. And like there's them together, I mm. think, standing next to like each the other. forest or whatever. Yeah. But then again, you could just plop them oh, in no, in CGI. Yeah. <laughs> and even it, it's most apparent because in the second funeral of when Ramonda's funeral, yeah, they're all outside and it's all close-ups of everyone. Everyone leaves the shot, and Winston Duke walks up to Sherry. They are never in the same frame. He's like talking to Sherry over the like, and then you have an overshot shot of Sherry. Mind you, I've only seen this movie once on Thursday night. So I probably need to see it again to give a pure like analysis of it. But like everyone leaves and then Winston talks to Sherry and they're never in the same frame. So that's, I I think, I I think this theory has. You may have come up with a theory. Did this? A game theory. No, but you're, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of. I'm like clicking something. Yeah, like only yeah. certain actors are sharing scenes with Sherry. Like, ooh. think about it. Think did, about it. Did this film at all before the vaccine was readily available? Like no. twenty, like twenty, uh, twenty twenty. No, they, did they film at all in twenty twenty? I think it was what this film started filming late twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one. Because that's still vaccines not readily available. Chadwick died late 2020, I remember. It was like in the heat of the pandemic. And they weren't shooting any scenes with Chadwick at that point. Because, you know. He died August 28th. Yeah, okay. So they they filmed this movie like all of 2021. Because it got delayed a few times. (laughs) Uh, Filming got delayed like a a couple weeks a few times because of Lantisha. And then uh, Letitia's anti-vax nonsense, and then she got injured, and then it was delayed uh, filming because of her injuries, and then she was shipped back to Britain, and then she came back after getting vaccinated, and then the movie was delayed, delayed by Marvel because they shifted uh, a few things yeah. in, the, in the slots. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, according to to the sources that I'm looking up, like Vulture.com, um, June 2020 is when they started. Now, did they have production to... or started filming? It says uh, production. Oh, production. So production oh, no, no, doesn't sorry. count for film. Vulture is saying started filming in June 2020. 
I I, I like to think over. I like to think that they had a plan and then Chadwick just passed, which means they had to rewrite a bunch of shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. yeah. That definitely had to happen. But what I am amazed is that the story doesn't seem like because some of the projects you can tell stuff was had to had to be shifted around and changed because of COVID. The way they wrote the story, barring the act the stuff we're talking about with Letitia and the um and the screens, but the actual story, you never would have thought it was supposed to be anything other than what it was. Yeah. Like he did such a good job mm. with like including T'Challa's death to you know, and ha- having that being a huge theme of everyone dealing with it. And and then even top adding even more on top of that to her. Like it just it just felt like it was supposed to be this way the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And you can cause cause Ryan Coogler said he had film or he had written the movie and then see this is why Vulture might be wrong because yeah. Ryan Coogler said he wrote the movie and then Chadwick passed. He had finished the script, Chadwick passed. Script had to be rewritten. So, like, what do you think about it? You can be like, okay, this was probably Black Panther scene instead of Ramona, or sure, or I'm sorry, not Black Panther, uh, T'Challa scene instead of Ramona's, or Shuri's uh, T'Challa scene instead of Shuri's, right? But you can you can put that together in your head more than likely. But considering they had to add new themes <laughs> to the movie, like grief and uh, new a new arc for Shuri, more than likely because Shuri was was from side character to main protagonist, uh, they definitely had to like shift a bunch of things around. And it was done, like you said, excellently, because it doesn't feel like, oh, well, this scene... No, it feels like this. It, everything is intentional. Uh, according and- to Variety, Variety says that they started filming at Trillith Studios in Atlanta uh, in Ju- on June 29th. 20- oh, wait, sorry, wait. I don't know. Let me look into it. Never mind. <laughs> One thing I say that we haven't brought up yet is Riri. I feel like Ooh, I they handled her. her. They handled her really, really well. She didn't feel shoehorned in. Like we have to set her up so she can have her own show. Like she felt like she was a part of the story, and she didn't. My homegirl was a homegirl. Like she was real. You know what I mean? And we could tell when culture directs culture, when black people direct black people. You know, she wasn't a caricature, but she was literally homegirl down the street. If someone picked me up and was taking me to Wakanda, oh, can I get some of that too? Like, yo, what's good? Like, and she was just so good. And I'm so ready for her show. Like, yes. she did an amazing job, even though she didn't have a whole lot to do. But she did what she could. What she was given, she did really well. Yeah, and she, she cast it really well. Her her intro lines is her skim of white boys at MIT. That yeah <laughs> yeah not even, yeah. Not even Love it. standing up for herself. Yeah, standing because up for herself. Was yes. right. he was like, oh no, the parent was late, so she was like, I'm charging you interest. Girl, yesterday, go ahead. Go yesterday's ahead, Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yeah. Yesterday's he price is made, not today's Made a price. band. Made a band off that one demo. <laughs> also, like, the guy was like, the guy was like, you didn't even do much. Like, I built the thing. And what was your grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She came back quick with it. He's like, oh. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, what you say, you can tell when Black people are directed by Black people. It's always lovely when there's a line in there where I'm, I'm like, there was somebody black doing this, like to like and Harley Quinn, uh, uh, Catwoman asks about silk. <laughs> she asks about silk pillowcases. I was like, that is a really specific line. That is a black ass line. Like that is something my mama, my mama or my grandma. Like I've seen these in my house. So to 
to go in this movie and have Riri say all that ash on top of your head. I was like, and, the, and with that, with like the cadence, yeah. she said it. I was like, I was like, anybody white could write that. <laughs> like you would have to be, like have to be. Oh god, yes. Uh, it was so authentic. It was great. Justin, you look like you're about to explode. Go ahead. What? <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. Go ahead. You, you got something to say. <laughs> he just said why he gave it a seven. Here's Ooh, a, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. All right. Let me get on my soapbox just a little bit. Just, <laughs> just let me get my very small soapbox. <clears throat> so we we went into this film like knowing that this film was going to be the morning of Chadwick Boseman, right? Like we're going to be like mourning his loss, except stuff like that. But to me, this movie felt exceedingly cruel to not like to Wakanda and the people in the film specifically that just seeing number one the death of Ramonda and the flooding of Wakanda and seeing all of these like people of color hurt like hurting and in pain for Shuri to or not even just Shuri but for this story to continue really bummed me out and it's it's not a it's not a simple fix of like like we should have recasted like T'Challa. It's not like that's not gonna help this film, you know, or like my complaints with this film or anything. Like it's the how do, there's a remember when Ramonda was just running up Okoye's like offenses and like just just reciting the history of like what happened of like in Wakanda of like okay, T'Chaka died. And then T'Challa came, and then we thought he died, and then there was a coup, and then this happened, and this happened, and then T'Challa actually died, and then Uri got dusted, and then like we were just like kingless, leaderless for five years. He came back, and now he's dead again. And then Ramonda died, and then Shuri, and then we have the flooding of Wakanda, where people and they had to evacuate all of Wakanda to live in the mountains. So to me, it's hard to come to in this film and sit here and watch it as like just seeing in the universe and in like the Black Panther lore in the Marvel City in these films, just like Wakanda taking L after L after L after L, losing, 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 losing. It makes me think like, man, maybe United States and France had a point to, like, to think they could step to Wakanda. Like, if Wakanda is, like, the biggest, baddest country ever was, where I got the most, like, baddest technology, can they win once? Can they can they beat somebody to the punch once? Because the results would, would beg to differ at this point, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's hard for me to, it was just very difficult to watch in this film for Wakanda to lose again. And yes, Shuri beat Namor. But like I was like thinking, I was like watching like the boat attack with like the Atlantean. They were gonna stab, they were gonna kill everyone. They 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 lost. The Wakandan army lost big time, you know. It just was not, it didn't lead to a positive experience for me. You know what I mean? And on top of that, at the end, when like like as an audience member, I'm fully invested in Shuri's journey 
and to introduce T'Challa Jr. just felt like, an, like I said before at the beginning of the show, an asterisk, you know what I mean? Like, let us fully support Shuri. Let us like fully put our weight behind it. And if they want to introduce Tachanka, you know what I mean? Or a different, it just, you know what I mean? It just automatically puts a temporary note. And we know that in, in the history of Wakanda and MCU, Shuri could easily die next film. You know what I mean? Or Lumbaku could die next film. You know what I mean? And it bums me out that the stories are, are stories of our blackness, you know what I mean? And Wakanda and Black Panther is supposed to be the actual future of what we could be. Our successes, our like our dreams and our hopes are still plagued by death. They are still plagued by loss. And maybe that is a universal black experience. Like maybe that's why so many of our stories involve death and loss. But like Wakanda of all places, I was just hoping hoping for like i guess a win i don't know how to describe it but like a win but like something something to hold on to something to cheer because we are left in this film with it reminded me of the end of rise of skywalker where ray after learning that she has a family she's not the only jedi she ends the film alone alone you know and like sherry's just on the beach alone with the memory of the child which is nice which is nice until T'Challa Jr. comes on, you know? And to me, that's why I put it as a seven. Not because like, oh, like the CGI was bad or this and all the bullshit that you'll see on TikTok by like creators that will not be named. It's, it's not about that at all. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> nameless. It's not about that at all. It's like, it's just, it's of all things, of all the times, I feel like we needed a win instead or like a successful triumphant moment. And we really didn't get that, you know? So that's why I gave it a seven. <laughs> Your feelings are entirely valid, but yeah, I valid, just valid. did not see that way. So it was really interesting to hear that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I would argue as someone who has dealt with grief a lot in her life, because my father actually died when I was very young as well. My father died mm -hmm. when I was 14 years old of lost. And I had a really big family, like, you know, all my fathers and grandfathers and grandparents had like multiple siblings. So I had a lot of great aunts. And so just a lot. I won't get into it. But to me, the grief was really well done. And that is real life. I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, I got so much joy out of seeing it handled well for once. Because grief isn't handled just one way. And it's not always just being sad. Um, it, there is anger. You know, it is really hard. But then, but I just got so much joy from seeing like the sisterhood, like I said before, and the Dora Milaje and just Evan working together. And then you kept saying, um, not to like kind of, not to go against you, but I'm just telling you why I saw it differently. Um, I don't think the Americans or French say have a point because they can't beat Wakanda. Nobody can beat Wakanda except for Talukan. It's and not the really fact a point, but like, I kind of get where ever or what's her name Bella Fontaine or whatever thought maybe they could step to Wakanda because they keep taking L's you know what I mean like right. I was like like if looking at the scoreboard you're you saying know, Wakanda looks weak also, right now like I'm saying like in the world of the MCU the scoreboard says they are even though like the story keeps saying Wakanda is the biggest baddest country ever we're the like we have the best metal we have the, this that we have the best army and like I want to agree but I'm like damn like mm -hmm. they're losing 
they're mm-hmm. losing leaders like it's the prime minister over here like jesus you know but that's also what's kind of next in the story because when anything is a paradise or if anybody's too strong there is no interesting conflict if they're always completely just winning it's always just completely a paradise so you kind of knew it was going to happen it's kind of like why thor has lost so much it's also why there had to be um an infinity war before there was an end game like there has to if, if they just completely were untouchable there how would there be any interest i'm not, um, you asking could do internal. To, I'm not saying like you can't like lose and i'm mm-hmm. not saying like there can be nev- no conflict. Only good things mm-hmm. can happen to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying I would have hoped that there is a way to tell Black grief and Black things without mm-hmm. more loss and more grief added to this already, for mm-hmm. me, monumental loss of Chadwick Bo- Boseman. Mm-hmm. You know, to, I, I was hoping that there was another way to tell this story where, where Shuri isn't the last, uh, what's the child's last name? Uh, Panther family. They don't, have, uh, they don't have a last name. They are, he is T'Challa, son of T'Chaka. Yeah, like Shuri, the last <clears throat> one. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it, it, it was just a bummer, you know? And I'm not saying like they can never mm-hmm. lose. I'm saying I wish that there was another way to tell this, but that doesn't expect, that doesn't, rely on black death and grief mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I, so, you know what i mean i, I get what you're trying to say because i felt similarly about the woman king but at the same time i'm i'm a little bit of the mindset of if we want more genre-based black films like action films we're gonna die on screen it's gonna happen especially in action films superhero films someone's gonna die we saw it, it and it's gonna be it, it's it i feel like what separates this and like i said the woman king is that it's being told by black people it's not black people getting burnt to a crisp like in multiverse of madness and then in miss marvel where non-black people are doing that and we're seeing these black bodies get mutilated in non-black stories um it feels a little bit more purposeful though there is a there is you know a way to do it like in the woman king i feel like some scenes were a little gratuitous but in this i didn't feel that especially because there's no blood in this movie <laughs> for, which was also was, was kind of a problem i thought uh, a little a little distracting when uh sure he pulls namor out. gets yeah when namor gets like messed up and there's like just a dab of blood on his little wings yeah. and then when sure gets stabbed i'm like i'm like ah. she pulls but herself out pg-13 yeah. PG-13. right pg-13 whatever whatever but if in an action, like, if we want more, I don't want to say we're going to have to get used to it because it's like, it's going to suck to see, right? But in terms of like the this genre, this genre of superhero films, we're going to see people get their ass whooped. We're going to see people die. We're going to see tragedy happen. And for this genre, I think the way the story did it was appropriate in a way. Your feelings are obviously valid because it is like, it's like, damn, like they got flooded after losing their king like a year ago. Damn. But it's also like, I'm also like, ah, it's an action film. Action needs to happen. And with a story, like with superhero movies, they're going to be grandiose. So I feel so like, like I yeah. get that, Ben, but at the same time, I'm like, there, there are countless examples in the MCU where, where like not everyone gets like as 
brutalized is Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying, like, let me be clear. Like, I'm not saying nobody can die. I'm not saying Ramonda should have lived. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, like, everyone should be, like, shaking hands in these movies. You know what I mean? It's just after like the death of Chadwick Boseman number one for for me personally this this, these things affected me off the top of like Chadwick Boseman losing and the in-universe history of these people number two and then this movie it was hard it was difficult for me to watch you know because I want to see more of Shuri and I want I wanted to see more of Angela Bassett. You know what I mean? Like it 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 was just hard for me to sit to enjoy myself in that setting, you know? And that's why I gave it a seven. Yeah. Not that yeah. it's a no, terrible that makes movie. sense. Not that, not, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, not that like Ryan Coogler did a terrible job. Every all the acting performances out of this park, you know, it's just man, like I don't know if I enjoyed my time, you know. No, I definitely understand what you're saying because if I think about it this way, I don't, they always do this with the people who are so strong. It's like, well, who can beat them? Like if you you go back, if you go back to Thor and even all of Asgard, like no one really was their equal until all of Asgard was destroyed. And then Thanos killed half of the Asgardian people. And now they're like, on the back of like Norway, like trying to. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. so these fiction these fictional places like towns and like worlds are getting messed up asgard and that's another thing that's another thing like because i remember remember the first movie when um uh what's his name killmonger was like um something something about chains um bondage you know like some mm-hmm. what, what was the exact line it, it was like, it was bury me in the ocean yeah, when my ancestors, because they knew death was better than bondage. And now, after this movie, I'm like, I don't know, Eric. Maybe you should have like uh, jump. Maybe the ocean wasn't like the thing you thought it was at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, and specifically, and specifically, specifically with black people in water, you know, and how black people have had a history of like the bad stereotype of black people can't swim, the bad stereotype of. I'm not stereotype, but the history of black people jumping from the ships into the ocean, and like all the things of the civil rights movie were not a civil rights movement where black people weren't allowed in the same pools as white people. You know what I mean? Like our history with water is well known, and for Wakanda to get flooded as a black man watching that, I'm like, I don't like. I understand his narrative purpose. I understand why it's in the film. I understand why Namor because he floods wherever he go. It happened in the comic. It's just. It, it it you know like a, it was not yeah it was not and fun, then you know and then next month you know disney's gonna release a movie where our shit gets appropriated and with water you know uh <laughs> and blue people don't see that movie yo don't uh, see that shit. I, I do wanna i do wanna um yeah i i think like the way movies resonate with people is dependent upon our like our life experiences our like everything right like our our, our tastes are kind of formed uh, from a lot of that, um, um, so I'm not trying to cut off cut off this uh, uh, topic mm-hmm. at all. Uh, definitely valid, because um, I, I I do know that people had complained about. We had the real life death of Chadwick Boseman, 
And then people were unsure of what was going to happen to T'Challa. And then we get the real life or the, the in-universe death of T'Challa also to a sickness. Uh, some people thought that was a little too real, right? Um, it, it is. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. Um, you brought up Avatar, though. And I do want to shift because two things. Avatar doing very similar things to what Talokan is in this movie and people constantly comparing the two um, from the trailers. Uh, and then DC has Aquaman that has Atlantis. And Aquaman Aqu- can never. What's that? As an Aquaman can never. <laughs> I just, I, I, I think I think it's interesting that like, we're get, we have a lot of this. And then Jason Momoa being Polynesian, then uh, uh, Avatar bringing in Polynesian like Navi, but then in the way this movie does Atlantis by not calling Atlantis, it's Talokan. Talokan. Um, Talokan. Do you guys have any any thoughts about, I guess, comparing other franchises? My thoughts would be it goes back to what I said before. It's the difference when you have culture directing culture because I could feel the realness um, and authenticity in Talokan, whereas we all know with the way of water. Yes, they are taking, they're taking things from a culture and giving nothing back because no one um, behind the screen, behind the camera is of that culture. So they're taking his ideas. Mm, I might get in trouble. I might have to let No, no, so what you say. So what you say. It's whatever you're comfortable with. It's just sickening. It was what it is. It is, it's sickening and also frightening that um, it's like praised and celebrated it's this amazing thing and oh this woman does so much for the poor colored people that you know to help and raise and killing the ocean and it's like there's a difference between intention and impact and you can't and certain people you cannot tell them i understand his intention but the impact is x y and z and this is what is being left out and like you said he's not giving back to, he's not actually giving back in the way that you're saying he is because he's leaving everyone else who should be a part of this project out of it so that's with that one. And then I'll, I don't know enough about Aquaman and who's behind the um, camera to speak about, to speak about that confidently. It's great that we have um, Jason Momoa, but unless there are other people of color behind the camera, it's going to show. And then I, but I actually was thinking that when I was watching it. I was like, ooh, Aquaman can never. Because <laughs> I remember Aquaman. I mean, it was a fun movie, but it was Atlantis was not like Talo Khan. Talo Khan was amazing. Yeah. Like. It, it, it was just great and it was so precious like the little kids and everything ah it was so good i uh w- when i was watching talokan and thinking about it afterwards i thought of my high school production of peter pan uh uh not because of that but because when a director i i loved my high school director that's not the point um when the when the di- a director does a does a sh- uh, showcasing some property or whatever there's like a minute a bare minimum way of showing things for example justin lynn i believe is the is it justin lynn is it uh who's the director yeah of i think so justin that's, lynn that's right? the of aquaman. Uh, yeah. um justin lynn did did aquaman and i feel like when like he did above bare minimum but like you're thinking underwater kingdom you're going to end up doing something like little mermaid the animated one uh, where it's just like it's a castle under the sea. You got mermaids, and that is that. And then Aquaman- oh, it was James Wan. James Wan did Aquaman. Sorry. Oh, James Wan. Okay. James Wan. Um. Uh. Uh. And so, uh, you you do kind of the bare minimum. It's like underwater kingdom. This is what I got. Boom. Um. 
and then James Wan did a little bit step above it. There was like some cool lights and some cool, cool whatever. But I feel like Ryan Coogler, when he was doing Talo Khan, put a lot of thought into, into what it was and how it's perceived in, in three dimensions. Like there's that marketplace that's kind of like a cylinder in a way. Every Every choice in this movie, costume-wise... Uh, set design was intentional, like with with very specific intent. Just even calling Namor Akukukan, that that's crazy. That was awesome. Like every 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 choice, J- deciding his name comes from the Spanish version of a child with no love. Uh. Yeah, get any other directors to step it up. Okay, I'm about to see Ant-Man and the Wasp be mid again. <laughs> just with Jonathan Majors doing a great performance this time. I'm, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to see that, and I'm going to have in the back of my mind, they could have done something really cool and cultural with the quantum realm, but they didn't. <laughs> and, and, but, they, but we do have Tidal Khan, which is absolutely nuts and gorgeous, and everything is beautiful, and everything has like cultural meaning, and mm-hmm. ooh, lovely. Um, I saw Justin Race's love- little finger, though. <laughs> I, do, I do have one. I do have one note for Talokan. I do have one note. Okay. <laughs> I thought it would. Okay. Okay. So speaking of Avatar and Aquaman, it bugged me in this movie when there were scenes where no more is clearly like behind a green screen and he is like swimming and like you know he's like talking but then there were shots of people actually underwater and you could slightly tell they were holding their breath oh you know what i mean (laughs) like they're like like two kids come up to shuri in the suit and you could tell they're like (gasps) oh yeah you know what I mean? But like Namor is like talking and conversating, like, hey, I'm the you know, yeah. It, that that bugged me. That was the only thing I was like, all right, come on, at least be consistent. At least I either put everyone underwater or nobody. You or know, yeah. put them in green screen. They got trained. I, I watched a video yeah, on it. They did. Like um Namora and uh uh Atuma, the actors, they they had to learn how to hold their breath underwater. For like a long period of time. And I think Atuma said he tapped out at like two minutes, 45 seconds, but that like Ooh. Namora went for like four minutes, five minutes. But then they Ooh. also said that like the the record that they've seen for actors underwater, Kate Winslet in the new Avatar movie supposedly like kept her breath Kate. for like six minutes plus. Kate Winslet. Can we like not risk drowning and just have them? Because in Aquaman, it's all like they're in front of a green screen. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're, yeah. But they're underwater, like the hair. Okay, I'll, I'll give know? Aquaman this. They really, the CGI hair really tricked me because I was just like, are they? <laughs> I was like, exactly. I was like, the CGI, uh, they, they must have the wind machines going. No, they were all. They were all looking like they're about to have bald caps on and then had the CGI hair. And I was like, that's crazy. But, I just uh, wish it was consistent. That's all. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair enough. That's fair. Enough. Uh, I was looking up because I think uh, when it comes to like people of color behind the scenes, because we need p- people of color in front and behind the camera. Um, I was looking up Avatar and it's like, who are the producers? 
who are the set designers who are the whatever me cinematographer is you know uh and not to say that these people aren't talented but you know uh, <laughs> but like yeah yeah it is it is a white guy as a cinematographer it's james cameron as director and you're looking i'm looking at production design and what i can tell is production design seems to be uh two white guys as well so it's not even yeah, it's, like it's it's not these kinds it's not, it's not even, these kinds it's these kinds it doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be women either and also it's so intentional because yep. even in the first film i was like why are all the naive paid by black people I was just like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it was intentional that the savages, you know, were all people of color. I was just like, and I was just. And it takes a like, white man putting on blue face and it, uh, to yes. go and save him. Get out literally, of my get, get that out of my I caught that at 11. I saw that movie yes. at 11. I was also, like, the hell is this narrative? <laughs> like it was. It's it was all... just it was just Fern Gully with blue people. Like it was literally the same exact plot. <laughs> um, I mean, we've seen this plot, but like in a million movies before, Lawrence Arabia, uh, Dance of the Wolves. You know, mm. white guy goes to the people, comes ingratiated with the culture, starts to you Less know. Like and I hate this plot. It's the worst yeah. plot ever. Well, I'm so glad they made Aquaman Polynesian for it, that reason, and I'm glad we have Namor. He's Mexican. <laughs> it's it's not only it's not only that we're tired of this plot of this Fern Gully Pocahontas kind of thing. It is specifically always a colonizer plot. It is a white yeah. man oh, in an indigenous yeah. culture. It's never, it's never anyone else. Again, if we had Jimmy Woo instead of Everett Ross in the first movie, like you can have the same tones of American uh, operative. But he, you didn't have to have Everett Ross. I don't know. But he's not he, even really American. No. That man is British. It that is the most British-looking man. <laughs> I do have a. I do have a. Oh, go ahead, Christine. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if Jimmy was gonna be anywhere, he would be in Shang Chi. Even though they didn't really introduce the FBI, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying that's where he would have ended up. Him and um and actually, Wu. But go ahead, Justin. Yeah. Um, I do have minor beef with government organizations in the MCU. Because if Shield were still around, Jimmy Woo and Everett Ross and Monica Rambeau would still be working at Shield, and it makes no sense that like Jimmy Woo is part of the FBI, but you know, like uh, Everett Ross is like a whole different division. CIA. Can we like, yeah. can we at least put them in the same building to make this easier? But whatever. Well, I don't think Everett Ross was supposed to be working with superheroes. He was just doing international stuff, and then like. Yeah. And then it just happens to be what because and that's actually a really amazing thing about Black Panther is they're not just like the Avengers. They actually are a nation within black community and then have ties to the UN. So it they do yeah. get dealt with differently than the other people with powers. Also, is is it the only thing I will say, um, not that it's a bad thing, but is it a little bit hypocritical that they wanted the accord sign? They ain't giving nobody, <laughs> like, well, they don't trust nobody else with the vibranium. It's like, you really made your own point with, why well, trust us with this power? Because if y'all had it, what would y'all be doing with it? So then why did y'all want to give the UN all the power with all the superheroes? That'd make no sense. But anyway. That is actually a really excellent, I never thought about that. Yeah, I, I had like, never thought about that. I was like, how are he going to sign to hit up in that community? How does how can he possibly be for it? But also, you're going <laughs> way off left because Civil War, honestly, they just wanted them to fight. So let them fight, like yes. you know. So a lot, it had a lot of point problems. If you just want to watch them to fight, it's a really good movie. But like, but then again, T'Challa's not really there. 
for the Accords or for all that uh, reason. He's like, he's like, no. I'm trying to kill this man. I am trying to kill Bucky. <laughs> Just like his sister. <laughs> I have no, I Did T'Challa sign also, the Accords? Uh, yeah, Did Peter I don't Parker think he would. The Accords? I don't Did think Ms. T'Challa would have signed right? the Accords. He did. Well, T'Challa there, was. But he they does, were there. Oh, you're. I don't think he personally would have. Yeah. But I do think Wakanda wanted. Yeah, the black community. The, the, Wakanda wanted, wanted it. Signed, what? But they uh, you know what? Wakanda wanted it because the Black Panther is not a superhero. He's a nation's protector. He's a he's a representative. He's also a secret. He's a secret. He's also secret. He only becomes public when he drops down and starts chasing after Bucky, right? <laughs> and and the Black Panthers typically in Wakanda, like in Africa, like chilling, making sure ain't nobody coming over stealing vibranium, right? Or so, trafficking people. Right. So yeah. they he probably wants to sign the accords so that the superheroes have no business to come to Wakanda unless they're invited. Yeah. And he wouldn't <laughs> he wouldn't follow the rules either. If he signed the accords, no. it's just so everybody assigns the accords and Wakanda just does whatever they want. I think if he did sign it, he didn't sign it as Black Panther, though. I think he signed it as, signed it as Prince T'Challa. T'Challa. You yeah. Yeah. Paw print? <laughs> <laughs> so we have five holes in this for the nation. <laughs> just seeing, uh, that'd be so funny to see now Harrison Ford just like going through like who signed the chords. Like, what are these five holes in this paper? Wait, wait, wait. That actually... There is an Indiana Jones reference in this movie, and I'm just like, now we have another doppelganger because we have Star Wars reference in Civil War. What are you talking and about? What? What? Indiana because Jones? we have Star Wars reference in Civil War, right? That's yeah. Harrison Ford. That's Samuel L. Jackson. We have Nick Fury, and now we have uh, uh, Ross is now Harrison Ford. But then we have Indiana Jones reference in this movie, so we have boom, boom. Wait, we have the, Harrison. Ford. What's the Indiana Jones reference? Uh, somebody says something. Uh, uh, I think Riri Williams says something. She was like, like that white chick in Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Uh, when oh, when uh, when oh they always get, get the yeah. outfit. Yeah, she's like like that white girl in Indiana Jones. I'm just like, hold on, we have an Indiana Jones reference, but now we have Harrison Ford in the MCU. Whoa, the doppelganger situation increases. <laughs> oh god. People oh, yeah. go wild. I think everything go wild can exist here, exist there. Yeah, but it's also yeah, I'm sure there's an actor Harrison Ford. And then there's, and there's Ross. Ross, who looks like Harrison Ford. It is what it is. Now. He looks like Harrison Ford now. <laughs> he was not looking like Harrison Ford in Black Widow or Civil War or uh, yeah. the Hulk. <laughs> or... <laughs> you, look, you look different. You get something done? You get some work done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I'm the only person in the... Um... Sorry, I'm going back a little bit. No, it's all right. Keep, actually, keep going. I actually didn't mind Agent Ross. I, I get oh. everything that you guys are saying. But I like him as an actor and I like him as a person. So I was kind of like, yeah, you're off the back. So like <laughs> for me, I, I was like happy to see him personally. I mean, yeah. the Velvet, in his little wife situation, like I thought that was funny and cute. But I can get seeing why all of it was like maybe too much for a lot of people. Like I can get what you're saying. But me personally, like I enjoyed it because like I was happy to see him back. I was happy to actually see him be an ally and not like, because there were some people <laughs> saying that he turned, like he's part of the problem because he was, you know, um, he was going to turn his, um, the Wakandans in or something like that. And then he didn't. So I just enjoyed him still being kind of like an ally in the movie. Yeah. No, I, they could have, for me, in the first movie, I feel like he's necessary. In this movie, I feel like you could he has like six or seven scenes. Mm-hmm. You can cut four. Like he doesn't need to be here that much. He right. he he really needs an intro scene talking to Ramonda about the stuff uh and getting arrested, mm-hmm. getting rescued. That's all he needs. Like 
Because because the line, yeah. okay, has a colonizer in chains. I've seen it all. I one thing I realized they had a they had some good lines, but nobody was dropping lines in this movie like Killmonger was in the first movie. Oh, <laughs> Killmonger was an anime villain. <laughs> Killmonger had one line. Killmonger, Thanos had one line for days. I want to throw Hella in there, but she was more like camp than them. So she yeah. was a little bit her lines were a little bit more like they served. They weren't they weren't like anime villains. Her lines served. She was eating. You know, but Killmonger, <laughs> Killmonger has some has some really great lines, but it was just like, yeah, it's the anime villain shit. <laughs> this is this is Michael B. Jordan tapping into that the Vegeta role. <laughs> oh my god. I'm surprised they kept him dead, honestly. I'm not I'm lo- because because his death felt, his death this, felt final. Shuri had the same injury as Eric. But he chose movie. not to come back though. Yeah, I don't think it would go against his wishes. Like I, I would have put that's like a because Kamoyo that's because he wasn't the main character. He that's wasn't true. the main character. He not gonna survive a a, a deathifying injury. He's he not the main character. Armor. He's the villain. He was the villain. Mm-hmm. He gets stabbed. He was, he's done. Even if he was saved, though, like what would ha- he would just he would literally just be in jail. There's no he doesn't have a nation that I'm he has cool to protect that. like no more. He's yeah. just leaving jail. Kabi's in jail. Also, also <laughs> Justin. We didn't even see him. Also, Justin. The blue, the blue plant, since it was enriched for longer and is sedimented, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm assuming that's where that comes from. Is how they they were they evolved. It had different properties than the purple than the than the heart shaped earth than the purple heart shaped earth. Ooh. It had different properties. So if you notice the Talokans, they have a healing. They have an enhanced healing factor. They can survive like those kind of injuries. Uh, they evolved. They literally evolved as a people like grew gills have blue skin on in the oxygen so shuri taking that and combining uh, and making a derivative of the heart-shaped herb would give her the properties of the heart-shaped herb but also properties of the blue uh so like she can plant. heal she has a healing factor. so she, she probably has an accelerated healing factor similar to the uh tele, the i don't know how to, what to call yeah, it yeah i don't know what the telecons the telecons the telecon is the capital that's the thing yeah no it was telecon capital city it was the capital city. <laughs> oh, Talokan. Wait, ta- so is Talokan the capital city, or was that the capital city of Talokan? I think it's it was it was Talokan. Big text, capital city, bottom text. So I think the bottom text was telling us, like, uh, you know how like in the other movies it'll be like yeah. France, and then and then it'll say like in small text the yeah. city name. I think that's what it was doing. Yeah. So it's just I think it's just Talokan big, and then we were seeing showing the capital city because he's like this is my domain. Like he was like showing her everything, and then he was like. I recreated the sun in Talokan. That was also you know, cool. So that was that cool. Was <laughs> like they have an artificial sun. That's cool. That was cool. That was tight. That was yeah. Cool. Damn, this movie was good as hell. <laughs> I wanna, okay, so like, I feel like as we're wrapping this up. Have, what's oh, that? Go ahead. Oh. I do have questions that this movie has raised for me. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> let, let me just throw out something before the questions. But uh, yes. just that, like, this seemed like a back, what's called, like, a backdoor pilot in, like, TV, like, to to do a spinoff. Uh, I feel like this was, didn't answer all the questions that we have about Namor, because they were like, we're just going to give him his own thing. And we'll, you know, we'll show this, but the nitty gritty we can do in a spinoff, right? Anyway, yeah. that's just what I noticed. Uh, 
Justin? I just, I always have like uh, every MCU project that's come out, MC, like in phase four, I'm always like, okay, who got dusted and who didn't get dusted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did Namor did not get dusted? Did any of the Talokans not get dusted? Did they not respect how they, how Wakanda was the cipher Infinity War? And how they stood against Thanos and aliens? Did they not respect? How the hell did Wakanda do all that stuff in Infinity War and in Endgame and not have any allies? You're telling me Valkyrie and Shuri never exchanged numbers after that? They didn't talk to each other? They didn't do anything? Like, damn. That kind of hurt well, a little bit. That, I feel like, is an MCU plot hole that they've done consistently so they can keep these stories going. Yeah. Because why did nobody keep in touch with Wanda? Why was she so alone in her little sedan that, like, oh. literally, she was hanging out with Hawkeye? And, you know what I mean? Like, nobody oh, that's because they were anybody. co-workers. That was clear. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Honestly, they touched on the politics uh, during the snap and post-snap during Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that has been it. That has been it. <laughs> because they had a command center like, were always talking to each other. Cause, cause Shang Chi and and Xiaoling ain't talking nothing about no snap. <laughs> they said they brought up Thanos once. I think <laughs> that was it. The Eternals did the Eternals get snapped? Like did they? Did they, they are the Eternals even like human. able to get snapped? I don't, I don't think they would. Be. It was it was it was it wasn't humans. It was remember Thanos snapped half of the universe. I don't living. I don't buy that. By the way, I don't, I don't buy that. Are they androids? Well, like, I don't. Are they technically? Oh. Vision didn't oh. get snapped. Vision was already dead. No, Vision yeah, was already was, dead. It's like dead. Vision like had a, <laughs> the stone taken out of his head. Vision died. Vision died. <laughs> like, like respectfully. And then Thanos was like, "Nah, reverse that shit. Not a vessel. Like, just like kill him again." And then, and then Wanda had to kill him again. She had to kill fake Vision. <laughs> and then we got zombie Vision, white Vision. And then Republican uh, vision. vision. I call white vision. Republican <laughs> vision. Uh, we have we have we have white vision. We have Caucasian vision, and then we have Vishon. And Vishon's like, "Hey, brother, you tripping, bro? Like <laughs> the ships in the sea." And then white Dude, vision was lighter. like, "Ah." So he went from white vision to light skin vision. So that's how we get <laughs> what's going on. White skin vision. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! I have a theory about certain snaps. I think that uh, Shang Chi was snapped, and Zha Ling was not snapped, only because mm. the actress is older than Simu Liu. Simu Liu. What? Yeah, she's born okay. in eighty seven. He's born in eighty nine, and she plays his younger sister by like four years. And she didn't look younger. I'm just saying. No, you know. So they look the they look the same age. They look like twins. Yeah. They don't actually look like twins, but what I mean is age-wise, they look like they're yeah, like yeah, twins. Yeah. But you know? no, what throws me off about Shang-Chi is how they cast these old-ass people, and then they're supposed to be playing like early 20s. I'm like, yeah, because uh, he's way older than his kind of... Then just make him older. I don't know why he had to be, you know... I don't that know young, because he was like a kid in like, what, the early 2000s? So that would put yeah, him like, like younger than me. I'm like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Just... Yeah. just general universe questions of like did the ten rings know about wakanda did um like what else like i think they knew about wakanda got blasted the hell up and then was like i would have wakanda i would <laughs> I, I would love to have seen and i'm sorry to pick sides for any any you know for people who are shang chi fans i would have loved to see when we roll up to wakanda with whips 
and they'd be see like, that's the thing like we're gonna have all no. these like fictional organizations and countries like can we can we can they interact a little bit like maybe asgard has an opinion on anything you know Just, yeah besides making like really uncomfortable ice cream shops but yeah. that's just me that 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 i i get it was a joke but i was just like you know we don't got we don't got hollow cones they talk the holocaust in real life you morons like, like, no. that's another thing i thought i was like man this is another reason why i didn't like lord love and thunder as much as other people i'm like Feel like, I don't love it at all. Can we Jokes. let these moments be a little bit serious? Just a yeah. little bit. Does that have to be undercut with a joke? Yeah. The, the, especially the Asgardians of, wait a minute, they, they their homeland destroyed. A lot of them like passed away in that. And then they got their ass kicked by Thanos. Half of them, half the ship gone. And then half of those people got snapped. Right. It's like, yeah, I'm like Asgard. And anyway, sorry. Um, so uh, no, for real, because like uh, they really, <laughs> they really made a, a shop based off based off of the freaking guy who was whooping their ass. Like that's man, all I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is Love and Thunder aged like milk. Uh, I was okay with the movie when I first saw it, and then now I'm in a point where I'm like, this movie kind of ass, bro. Uh, this movie, Wakanda Forever, uh, I feel like it's gonna age very nicely. But could you uh, imagine in Wakanda Forever if like Shuri's like, hey, Okoye, you want to get a bite at the T'Challa taco down the road? That would have been terrible. T'Chaka taco? This actually what happened, no. T'Chaka's tacos. No, it would be, and they would be like, let's get a bite at Killmonger's Crunches, bro. Like, that's what it would be like. Like, that would be. Like, uh, no. What do they no. eat in Talokan? Like, what the hell do they be eating? I think it's uh, fish. Kel- I think it's kelp and stuff. Maybe fish. Yeah. Are they vegetarians? I like. I like how uh, Baku was had was coming through talking, just eating a carrot. It's like oh, yeah. make a carrot cold. This man made a carrot look cold. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> I love Baku. That's so good. His his attitude, like his so just irreverence the whole time. It was hilarious. It was great. It played off really well. Yeah, he's. I'm just saying, I'm like, we didn't touch on this enough. This cast, fine as hell. Oh, my Lord. Okay, we didn't talk about Lupita Nyong'o looking. Oh, we did not talk about the key at all. Hey. What? Hey. When she did that little dive in the thing, I was like. (laughs) Chill, (laughs) chill. I was like. Dude, she she obliterated two two Talakan. Like. Yeah, yeah. she, She said, she said. The fuck out of my face! I'm getting my girl, <laughs> and then and then Namor was like, "Okay, ah, I see, I see, I see. I'm gonna kill your queen. I yeah. don't care." <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna flood your shit." Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he was just he was just spitting game at Shuri, and the attitude change from spitting game to yeah, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like whoa, oh, Riri Williams, who's not even Wakandan, right? Some, some girl sure. from MIT. But 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 Shuri wanted T'Challa. Shuri was like, "I'm not letting you kill this little teenage girl." Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, that's and Namor was like, "See, well, that's where not? Shuri became a superhero, and not yeah. like, I don't know." Like well, that's a, the difference, right? Like yeah. T'Challa does something different than T'Chaka, um, because like I, I watched Black Panther like yesterday, and so like I was like, "Oh, it's all about like do like doing your own like." There's traditions, and then there's doing your own thing, 
and pushing things forward. And this movie does a lot of that, where it's like, mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. tradition? What am I doing uh, uh, differently? And like, yeah, everybody, everybody says like, yeah, kill Vision, destroy the Infinity Stone so Thanos doesn't get it. But like, both, I think Cap and T'Challa both agree like they're not going to do that, right? Like Namor would have done that. Namor would have just sacrificed Vision, like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But like in this in this movie, like Riri, yeah, do you just give her up? Nah. But then Mbaku that's, says that's where you that's give where her up. Sure but then they keep asking for hero, this. You know, like a lot of the the people in the MCU, in my opinion, aren't superheroes. You know what I mean? I don't think like Hawkeye is a that's for sure. Hawkeye is not a superhero. That man's a mercenary. A mercenary. Uh, and I think that's, <laughs> that's, terrible one things, that's one of the things I liked about Shuri. You know, she was heroic in her own way, you know? So. Yeah. There was something that came to mind that I was I was going to say, but I forget now. Anyway, whatever. Um... <laughs> we hit our two hours. We're we like, hit, we we're, are, we're, we're going. Yeah, we did. We, we did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went over. You get extra content, Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm getting paid by the hour, so. You're getting you paid? paid? <laughs> what? <laughs> Justin, you don't tell people that. Our contracts are contracts. No, no one's getting. Damn, paid. It's a, I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm, re- I'm reading the little Zoom. Thing I don't. I don't even, If you have X amount of followers, you get paid. Damn, that's crazy. Oh, girl, that's how Mr. Freddie's okay. room no, that's not. stealing from a small creator oh again. My <laughs> <laughs> um, then, quick question as we as we wrap things up: What do we think is going to happen? We're like, I Next. think we're, I think we're getting a Wakanda TV show, right? Like a Disney thing as far as i like i know they didn't cancel it i don't know uh i know what's next riri is doing Ironheart, and we're supposedly having the hood played by anthony ramos i think is that puerto rico but then we're gonna have we're gonna have mephisto supposedly we're having mephisto and Ironheart. i hope not i that makes no sense well Uh, it makes sense with the hood because the hood gets his oh, powers. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. The hood yeah. gets his powers from Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto, from, Mephisting the hood. <laughs> from in the heights to in the hood. I don't know about this one, guy. <laughs> hey, all I'm going to say is the Thunderbolts are going to invade Wakanda, and I will be actively rooting against them. And uh, watch, and watch as the Thunderbolts have to murder Mbaku for no good reason. Hey, they're going to, no, no, the, no I, I think the Thunderbolts, gonna <laughs> I think the Thunderbolts uh, are going to lose. I think the Thunderbolts are going to lose. the Thunderbolts are like, Norm, almost like normal people. They're just mercenaries. They're just they're super soldiers, and that's it. They're gonna the they're, that, that movie's gonna kill off Bucky. Sorry to all the Bucky fans. I was gonna be like, what did I tell you? Shink and then kill Bucky. <laughs> Red Guardian's yeah. dying. Red Guardian's so, dying. So I yeah, do have a, I do have one hope for the Thunderbolts movie, is because um, U.S. Agent and Red Guardian are the same team. Yeah. And I just want, because I was hoping for in the Black Widow, I was, when Taskmaster, who has the same powers, who downloaded Captain America's powers.jpg, I thought, I was like, oh, Red Guardian's going to kick Taskmaster's ass because he beat Captain America. But I don't think that's going to happen because he's going to have to face a U.S. agent. When are we we going to get? Well, Red Guardian... Um, he was talking about how he he kept talking about how he faced 
Captain America, but it was in the eighties when Steve was still in the ice. Yeah. So oh, they wait, kept I have they a theory kept, about they that. kept pointing yeah they kept pointing that out. So somebody like in the comics, I know it was Bucky parading around as Captain America, but it was to help train the people in the Red Room. Um, so I do think there is a a fake Captain America or somebody was doing something, and we're hopefully going to find out who that was. Mm. I do have one theory about this specific thing. I don't think Red Guardian was lying because when Steve went back in time, everyone was oh. like, I, I beg a thing on TikTok was like, Steve would never just do nothing and let like all this shit happen. What if, what if, what if he was slightly active? I, that's what I active. think. That's what I think. And yes. Red Guardian actually faced off against Steve Rogers, Captain America, because he was already in that time. No one believed him because everyone thought Captain America was a nice. Yeah. And I think that'd be really cool. He was, I think that'd he be was, cool. Because he says, happened, like, though, because... oh, did Cap mention me? Like, you know, I don't think he was lying. No, I don't think he was lying. I think he thought it was the truth. I think he's just wrong. I think it was somebody fake. Because I don't think it was Steve Rogers. It could have been Bucky. Never, because it could have been Bucky, but I don't think it was Steve Rogers because Tom, not Tom, I almost, got, I almost called his man um, something. Chris? Chris Evans? Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's so many Toms in MCU, okay? And Chris's too, right? So many Chris's too. Yeah. But because he's never coming back, how would they ever show that? You know what I mean? So I feel like either it was just put in and not I think he's coming back. Or definitely, he's coming back. I think. I think that. I think we will see Cap and Tony, at least a version of them, eventually. What eventually? We're gonna get Joe Biden in the motion capture suit. No, I think think (laughs) Chris Evans. Though, if we do see it, I think it will be like on what if. Like the man's still ripped. You know, like I think. Oh, he can. I think he. Yeah, I think he's capable. Like I think, I think it's just a one day in the next like decade we will see him back. That's my hey. guess. It's just a oh, thing. No, it's, oh, no, anxiety. Steve, I don't think so. Steve Rogers is an ally because he did not out Wakanda when he went back in time. He kept that shit hushed. Like they still, they they thought Wakanda was just farmland. I don't know if I can call him an ally because I mean, was MLK still assassinated? Or why he could have did? Well, other than not you know what, Wakanda. True. So I have a like, theory. You went back to segregation. <laughs> I'm, I'm with See, I'm with you 100, percent Christine. I'm with you 100. Huh? Like, there's a lot of atrocities, right? That like, why didn't he stop? I would like to think because it's a timeline. I think it's a closed loop. Because uh, he was always in the past to begin with. Um, right. Because there's nothing that that says that's not true. So there's there's uh, I think it's more like, well, Martin Luther King could have died, Coretta could have died, and like, and then he's just like he's stopping all these assassinations, and he can't stop what actually ended up happening. You know what I mean? Like it would have been worse, is what I'm trying to say. Right. So what we have is what he his interference has gotten us to. Yes. But it would have been worse for him. That's what I. That's what I think of like closed loop time travel. That would make sense, but also I don't give the MCU writers that much credit. No, that's the well. They so. they disagree on how time travel and alternate universe works, and it it makes no sense. Like Loki stuff makes no sense the way they tackled that. Like the Loki splint, like uh, alternate timeline stuff makes no mm-hmm. sense. Um, yeah, no, it really makes no sense. sense. What are you talking about? What I get it? the timelines. I don't get the um. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. The dream thing was stupid. The dream thing. Oh, in the, the dream in the thing. 
everything yeah. you everything you dream is a different um multi in another universe. That's that's ridiculous. It's like nobody can have just a normal dream. Dreams are inherently see, tied you guys to are messed up. You guys are messed up. See, no, uh, Loki sucks. He made perfect sense. Loki <laughs> did not. We don't. We I don't will, need to get into. Back. We don't. We're gonna. Get I don't want to get get. A, I don't need to get into Loki. Loki, if you look at my letterbox, BT Artist Nine Eight. You know how I got my username. <laughs> look, look at, look at my letterbox. Stuff. Look at look where at Loki like... is at on my MC ranking list. Look at where Loki, <laughs> Loki is at on is MC ranking. The bottom, hopefully, because Loki was trying. Bottom. It is the last. <laughs> are you kidding me? Why are you calling Loki the worst when Ant Man and the Wasp is right there? No, Ant Man and the Wasp did not feel like a chore to watch. Yeah, it just was boring. It was just boring. It wasn't boring for six hours. It was boring for two and some change. Also, <laughs> the worst, the worst thing that Loki did though is that it, he was nothing like Loki. They said he was the Loki right after Avengers. He should have been exactly like Loki was in the beginning of Thor: The Dark World. They made a completely new character and slapped Loki's name on it. That's well, he binged the MCU, so you know. I mean, yeah, he had a VCR. <laughs> he had a VCR of character development, so he didn't have to develop uh, more than three percent every episode, just so he wasn't even actually the main protagonist of the show. That would be Sylvie. He's just the title character because the the narrative is not driven by him. The narrative At is all. driven by her. Yeah. Um, and she sucks. She's every, every, she stinks. One of the, she <laughs> dismantled a black owned business. I am Sylvie. Sylvie was beating the shit out of black people every fucking episode. She <laughs> killed that mixed girl in the beginning. She was fucking up B15. She was beating the shit out of Ravona. She's like, oh, Ravona took me out of the timeline. You work, you suck. <laughs> and then and then she gets yelled at by Jonathan Majors. It's like, you're a child. That was serotonin. And then she kills him too. Girl, fuck Sylvie. <laughs> the, the best thing about one of the best things about, well, best thing about Loki was all of the black people. B15, Ravona, and um Kang or the whatever. Well, all the black people were there because Tom Hiddleston has become a snowbody. Tom Hiddleston has become a snowbody. <laughs> you know what would have been a better show than Loki? The part where he's explaining his past in the multi-universal war and he beats all his other um his other variants. Yeah. Like yeah. that would have been an amazing that show. Been like, I'd show. rather have watched that than what or, we actually watched. Or like, Christine. That little summary. Or Christine, the show that they promised us, which was essentially MCU Legends of Tomorrow. That was the show I was looking forward to. Loki? That's the show they told us. That was it was supposed to be. It was yeah. it was literally they were like they yeah. showed us concept art of different like time periods that they were gonna visit to. They did none of that. Man, I don't want to talk about the show no more. Yeah, all right, so. all right. So so uh, <laughs> does any does anyone have any final thoughts as we uh as we close this up? Can I say uh something crazy? <laughs> oh, you haven't been? <laughs> Oh no! This okay. is pretty tame. All right, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler put his dick in this movie. This movie was so fucking good. <laughs> That's all. Whoa! I got. I'm you, what the fuck? You weren't gonna say like his whole kugusi? <laughs> no, he put he, he he said he said boom. This movie was so good. <laughs> he put he slapped his dick on the table. And was like I'm about to shit on all these all these phase four projects, bro. And he did that. <laughs> Christine's Christine's disappearing. Is it? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love the Grogu blanket, by the way. That's great. I love that. <laughs> you needed to bring out something innocent after the treachery I just spewed. I just needed to like. You needed protection. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, uh, this movie was really good. Everyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, 
I love I yeah no I mean I, I love this movie I I just think certain like there there yeah there was the big smudge is is my Everett Ross stuff um and Valentina like they weren't funny either like okay who would have thought that like the sequel to Black Panther would have like 20 minutes of the movie be two white divorcees like <laughs> like who what 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 who is this for because they for me it's for fans of seinfeld and fans of british office because no because i actually like i said i was i think you were off camera when i said this i didn't mind every raw story i actually like him and i like the actor uh, julia louis dreyfus so to me it was like it didn't like it took there was so much yes we could have got more of the dormalize but honestly just from like my first reaction from when i watched it i was just so indescribably happy i mean i was crushed and sad and I sobbed the whole way through but at the same time I felt like um like I laughed I cried I was broken and like put back together just seeing this level of black excellence on the screen just like did something for me after the year we had in fandom with all the haters because of Reva and Star Wars because of the black elves and um rings, rings and all the rings of power and how everyone was hitting on Miss Marvel like just being able to see this on screen to see how well done it was um like that is just amazing and like I said I was like even though Justin's opinion like I'm definitely not down to you your opinion was completely valid about you know seeing mm-hmm. so much but like to me I was just as indescribably happy like the whole day after like and even um yeah, today because I just saw yesterday just like the, just that it exists and it like gives me hope that we will be getting more of this level of black excellence on screen like this is just the beginning mm-hmm. it doesn't have to stay this way to your point it doesn't always have to have you know all that death yeah. like now that this is it and they can see how successful it is it wasn't a one-time thing it wasn't just the first movie we are putting it down we are here we are out here We're 330 million yeah the opening weekend 330 million black like, adam hasn't even made that yet completely it has yeah. been up black adam was trash but that's another podcast <laughs> so yeah so to me like not it's more than just the story even though i love it i didn't have any major problems with it i may well pick it up more i'm going to see it two more times but just the experience and just like I said, just seeing like my sisters on screen, yeah. like I could have been in the movie somewhere, like, you know what I mean? Like, and like, you can't see people like me everywhere. So that was just amazing um, for me. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you here. My disappointment isn't even with, it's not with this, but I'm just thinking in a broader sense, how come it has to be uh, the black director that's making things better uh, for everybody? How like like we got James Cameron over here not doing anything like why why does it have to be people of color helping people of color and then the white directors doing like all white cast all white crew like all that stuff like Ryan Coogler is doing like uh, like two hundred percent right like he doesn't have to do all that but he's doing it because other people aren't. And then just and then, it's hey, disappointing. Hey, you know what? God, God bless him for it. <laughs> God bless him for it. Fuck yeah. James Cameron. Uh, currently, I, I like Terminator One and Two. <laughs> 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 put an asterisk. <laughs> it was the eighties. Like he gets a pass for that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Terminator One, just... Terminator Two, especially. Yeah, he was kind of. But <laughs> I just, I just see it time and time again. I, 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 I made the joke about Insecure earlier. Uh, but like Insecure, like Insecure is an amazing show, right? And like, and 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 uh, uh, why am I uh, Issa Rae again doing 200 percent, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like Abbott Elementary. Doing well, her that's part and it. more. Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the real solution is to put Quinta in the MCU. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wait, can you imagine wait. her as Black Panther? <laughs> Actually, could you imagine what if what if the next episode of Abbott Elementary, like Janine is like teaching, and then the half the class gets dusted, and you realize Abbott Elementary is in the MCU? That would be hilarious. hilarious. Did you see the Halloween episode, though? Yeah. The Halloween episode literally (laughs) doing an interpolation (laughs) doing an interpolation of Endgame or Infinity War and Endgame is so funny. They had baby Thanos and then he's found by the freaking kid who's dressed up as the janitor. (laughs) <laughs> it was all green. But he, uh, he pissed against where and then she goes, because he, oh, so I'm just saying everybody hasn't seen it. Yeah. He was oh just up gosh, as Thanos, so and he crutches the guy's forehead, and then the teacher who's just like Wanda was like, ah! <laughs> it was so, so funny. Yeah, so the little kid like saying like, what did it cost you? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I love that show. Man. Yeah, everyone go watch Abel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I want to thank your point. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. No, you have more. Yeah. I was just gonna say to your point, at one not that your feelings aren't valid, um, but this like you have we have to know what world we live in. And yeah. after like the whole Oscar so white thing, we're not waiting for anyone to do for us anymore. We're going to be doing for ourselves. So it yeah. is up to the black directors, the black screenwriters, producers, cinematographers, people of color. You know, to like we are not waiting for anyone to do it for us. And the world will catch up to us when they see us getting money and being successful. <laughs> and it won't. It won't be like a little bit like no. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a risk to like let to give us the resources to do what we want to do. This yeah. is like for your benefit as well. So like mm-hmm. we shouldn't have to, but we do because that's just how it always has been. Um, we'll always have some allies, but we'll always have like a big fight ahead of us. So I am glad to see that people are still willing and able to do that and lead and fight for that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I want to thank you three so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your day or your night, depending on where you are. Uh, it went a little bit longer, but like we all had like a lot to say. We had points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> points were made. Yeah. Points were made. Um, if anyone's out there and you guys were watching it, you were watching this on live stream on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show, or you listen to the podcast wherever you get podcasts from Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Um, I want to know real quick uh, where we can find uh, all of you online. If you got anything coming up, uh, if you want to speak your social media out loud, uh, Christine, if you want to go first. Yes, I am everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at Sunel J. Sunel is C-I-N-E-L-L-E-J-A-Y. Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be smart. Make it easy. <laughs> um, Justin, uh, where, can we, where can we find you? Uh, you're muted, man. Okay. Sorry. If you want to see me steal more of Ben Torres's ideas, (laughs) you can follow me me on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok at Freddy's Roommate, where all the original ideas are. (laughs) 
Um, you guys should also only refer to him as Freddy. Freddy's definitely not a dog. Are you for real right He's now? He's Freddy. Uh, okay, Justin okay, is his okay. stage name. <laughs> okay, a BT artist. This is a real artist. I said it. I said it here. <laughs> and Duke Thomas is trash. I said hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Now he's stealing my jokes and insulting my guy. Speaking of BT artists, uh, BT artists 98 on all platforms. <laughs> uh, you, you know me. I'm, I'm a king regular. Yeah. Yeah. He'll uh, message me at 3 a.m. and I'm like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't got no friends. I got no, I'm, I'm lying. I have friends. Uh, I just don't always have plans because my friends, we work the same job and work a posting schedule. So, you know, Aww. it doesn't, doesn't help. But uh, I'm free to do this. So, this is lovely. Uh, make sure. Yeah, I haven't been posting recently. Uh, I was going to post and then Kevin Conroy died. RIP to the GOAT, Batman. We love you. Uh, so I've been a little bit sad these past few days because my guy passed. Um, but yeah, check me out. Uh, and I'm actually going to post artwork. To I posted artwork yesterday, Justin, and I'm about to post some right now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, sure sure i'll see you uh, you we are mutuals on instagram too justin you can uh, go look oh <laughs> i'm sorry i can't uh oh you break it up the oh, hatred uh, the <laughs> hatred that you guys have for each other is, is too much so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to end the episode it's, you know i think it all stems because i told him ohio wasn't real even though i am i was born there <laughs> huh. were you really <laughs> Yeah, I told you this months ago. I was like, I was like, I'm telling you it's not real. And I was born there. <laughs> what? I lived God, there for a whole four years. Blood. I visit, I visit, like I'd be there. Like, where you at then? So, where you at? I well, COVID has definitely ruined some things. So I'm like a little uh, uns, a little uh-huh. unsure. For for uh, anyone out there, keep in mind uh, after this episode, we'll be doing the Ohio after show. We talk about all things Ohio uh on the <laughs> all key. 12 things about Ohio. <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 joking. I, uh, for, for anyone out there who wants to follow The Keeg, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, not as much, but if those are where you digest things, follow us there. Pretty much at The Keeg Show or slash The Keeg Show uh, wherever. Social media, streaming platforms, all that good stuff. Again, podcast on uh, everything. So check us out there. Uh, however you digest us, thank you for digesting us. Just leave us a comment or a like or a subscribe or whatever. Let us know you're out there. Because uh, otherwise we won't know. You're just going to be, uh, you know, a uh, 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 phantom. We won't know. So uh, either way, uh, thank you so much, Christine. Thank you so much, Justin. Thanks you so much, Ben, uh, for coming on the show and talking about this all. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And this has been the Key Talks Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Wakanda Forever! I can't click away. All right, now. <laughs> Super strong or super fast